for you. You have been chopped. Fuck off you, you fat useless sack of fucking Yankee Stanky doodle shite. I like gas. Bam! Bam! Very serious. Burmeister to call every renegade and the Italian stallion himself, Chef Clemenza Caserta Jr. I feel like it almost could be Friday. I don't know why. I know. I know. And I'm off tomorrow. You're off every fucking day. <laughs> well, I'm off tomorrow. There's some meeting or whatever. Some uh, teachers' meetings. So I don't have to do Oh, that's right. Tomorrow. You're back at the school. I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot. So. Yeah, yeah, I dropped my car off to get the heater fixed and the defroster and all that, and I get inspected, and so I'm just going to hang out and probably make soup all day tomorrow. <laughs> I'm going to hang out and make soup all day. That sounds like some George Costanza uh, yeah. on fucking Seinfeld. <laughs> I'm going to hang out and make soup. Remember, when he's always the line, when he goes into the deli, he says, uh... The sea was angry, my friend, that day. When he saves the whale, and he goes, the sea was angry like an old man trying to return soup at a Jewish deli. Uh, I got to start watching that again. Because everyone's starting to quote it again. And... Because you know what? When you haven't watched it in so long, like a lot of these shows, like even The Honeymooners, you forget. But you go back and watch Seinfeld, and even Friends, you remember some of these lines that were just so fucking great. Yeah. You know, and they had some. They, they did have some one of the old time great lines on Seinfeld. Oh yeah, absolutely. I compare them to almost the honeymooners. Yep, yep. I actually uh, was watching Saturday Night Live Saturday night, and uh, I thought you were watching a Tuesday night. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I was watching Saturday Night Live. Saturday Night. Well, I mean, you could nowadays. You can record it all, you know, like so. But uh, Larry David was on it in the beginning skit. He was pretty funny. He was nice. the, that guy, Brian. Uh, who's the guy running for Democratic president? The crazy old guy. I'm not even know who this president is. <laughs> who's the guy running for Democratic president? Another fucking criminal politician. How's that? Yeah, this guy's just a crazy old guy. He's pretty funny. He's going against Hillary. Oh, is he the uh, one that was on the Ellen show? He's he's kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah, he was he's he's like pretty a crazy cool. like professor. Yeah, he's a pretty cool guy actually. Yeah. Brian, you keep wanting to say Brian Cashman, but no. We went to school with Brian Cashman, didn't yeah. we? <laughs> Something like that, yeah. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, how was your week, man? Anything uh, new and good. exciting? No, quiet. You know, I got some good news, and, uh, you know, nice. can't really say what that is, but things will be a lot better from now on. And uh, Excellent, excellent. You know, doctors are coming out good. I got one final hurdle to go through. 
All right. Hopefully they'll uh, do something with my back and, you know, go they for They can little... rebuild him. I'm telling you, I get rebuilt. Watch out, motherfucker. I'm coming for everybody. <laughs> I'm if you turn into one of these, like, steroid muscle heads, I will die laughing. <laughs> Dude, if I can get rid of the back problems, right, I'll drop 100 pounds instantly, and I will come back and fucking destroy every fucking body. Yeah. But right now the pain's just, it's got me. Yeah. I don't do the medicine. It's tough, man. It's tough. I don't do the pain pills. I'm not into it. Right. You know, I smoke the weed for it, but I won't do the pills. But uh, anyway, I want to talk about something real quick yeah. that just happened to us, and maybe we can do this as a skit or even right now and get people to call up. How many times has talk texting gotten you into trouble? Where you talk text it into your phone and without reading it hit sent. Now, I've done it to where I had an important meeting as a potential investor a couple of years back, and it was this real, like, religious Indian guy. He was very religious, very soft and well-spoken, didn't curse. And I sent him a text saying, I will meet you when I thought that I will meet you after six. But apparently, I said, I will meet you after six. And I, for like a day, I wondered why the guy never got back to me. And then... You know, we was like, what is this sex you were talking about? Why do you want to meet me after this sex? And I, I swear to God, too, like, that's what I sent him. And, like, kind of ruined the whole deal. Like, he thought I was some kind of twisted freak. Yeah. <laughs> but even just now, look at what I sent you. I mean, I, I can't even. I'm yeah, trying it's to... pretty funny because it went off. And I'm like, who's texting me right now? And it was Clem. And it says, nine, L.A., I want chocolate ripple money. What was wrong? <laughs> And, I, and the funny part is, I don't even remember what I was trying to say, but I know it wasn't that. <laughs> so, if anybody's got any funny talk text stories, call in. Let yeah. us know, man. Yeah, 929-477-3328. Give us a chime in. Yeah. So, uh, I have to tell you, I am turning into you, Clem. I'm turning into you. I sent my second plate back of food. There you go. And we went out. Friday, fixed some cocktails, Mary and myself, and I was kind of hungry, so I ordered, they had beer mussels on, like, a special. Okay. I'm like, all right, you know, I like mussels steamed in beer, whatever. And now I go to this place, I know the guy, I know the bartender, I know everybody, it's, it's like a neighborhood place, and I got these mussels in a bowl, a lot of them, but they're the little ones, half of them weren't open. I like the other, the ones, yeah, so do I. But the EI ones, they're all uniform, one yeah. size nice. But even the open ones were like rubber or ripping. Like he tried to open them up for me, whatever. Uh, and there was had to be about fifty cloves of chopped garlic, barely cooked in there, yeah. and a ton of hot pepper, and they stunk. And, you know, so the kid comes over to bartender and he goes, how is everything? And I could, and I never say anything. I'm like, ah, I just gave a face like, and he goes, what, they're bad? I'm like, dude, you can't smell that? I was like, they're like sour. And, you know, and then I was, but then I ordered two bar pies. And when they came out, burnt on the bottom, but what is, what's going off? Is that someone's phone? That's I'll me. That's all, the, <laughs> that's all the tweets that you're fucking I know, I know. Out. I got like a hundred fucking Twitter responses and interactions already. Hell yeah. And uh, the ball pie, it was like raw on the top yeah. and burnt on the bottom, but not even crunchy. It was like they didn't put any oil or anything. I was like, now, I eat everything every time it's in front of me. I finish it. I'm drinking. I'm going to yeah. eat it. I left two ball pies, like with maybe two slices. I was trying to give it to people, and they're like, ugh, 
Like no one wanted to eat it. I was, and I was upset because, and I was telling Mary, I was like, turn it to Clint. And she goes, good, you should be turning that yes. stuff back. She goes, you're just afraid people will get mad at you. And I'm like, but the guy's sitting there staring at me. First of all, he didn't even come over to say hello to me. You know, he's in the back, and, you know, he's a good, you know, I've known him my whole life, and he's like a good friend of a good friend of mine. Not not even how was it, he just sat there and was, like, on his phone the whole time. Like, I don't know who cooked it, but it was disgusting. I'm at the point where, listen, I used to do it diplomatically and be nice and listen, I don't, maybe you didn't see it, or, well, hey, let me just, I'm just yeah. trying to point now, I'm like, hey, Maude, come here, come here, I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't mean to be a dick, I'm still very nice, like, I don't mean to be a dick, but... And here's what I do. Taste it. Yeah. You eat the one. No, 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 no. And then I say, no, 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 no. Right. I want to eat one of those. Yeah. What's the matter? You don't want them, but you want me to? Mm-hmm. Once they say no, I say, what's the matter? You don't want to eat that? And when they say no, I say, well, do you expect me to eat it and then pay for it? Yeah. And then at that point, there's nothing they can say and do. And I actually had somebody then get cocky and grab the food and taste it. And then he turns around and spit it out. He's like, I am so sorry. I'm like, well, why would you serve that? Right. You mean to tell me, yeah. yeah, but here's the thing. You mean to tell me exactly what you said. You carry these out. You can't smell it's right in front of you that it's bad. Yeah. You put them down. As soon as it, the plate didn't even hit the table, and I already knew they were bad. You know what they almost tasted like? Like you had them sitting on a buffet for a long time, and they brought them back in the kitchen, and was just made, because they were definitely not cooked in the sauce. Yep. They were thrown on there, and the sauce was, like, not reduced enough, just dumped over the top. Yeah. Because the the red pepper was it was like right out of the jar. It was still like like red, red and yeah. Normally when you cook it, it gets it turns a little bit, yeah. it has a little bit of color, and then you get some flavor. But it starts to yeah. like rehydrate and almost disintegrate a little bit if you cook it. Longer. Yeah, it was almost like you know when you pour like paprika. Yeah. Into something and it gets wet, but then yeah. you pop it and then it's all dry. It was like all like it was it was it was pretty gross. We we've been going to this place and I'm gonna I'm gonna blow the place up because I just don't give a fuck anymore. It's called New Park Pizza. It's out in Queens. It's off of Cross Bay Boulevard. It's been there for fucking 20 years. Everybody in Staten Island, a lot of people know about it. A lot of people go to it. You know how the margarita pizza looks? How it's red, white, red, white. You can see the blumps of sauce yeah. and the cheese. It's not like pink or the slices right. of white. Beautiful, gorgeous pie. One of the best slices I've ever had bar none anywhere. I will give them that. They were in my top 10 favorite all-time slices of pizza anywhere. <laughs> I wait, wait. No, I'm just trying to stop you because I've been <laughs> listening, and it always sounds like like Godzilla's coming to get us. <laughs> so, I go there once with my buddy Dennis, and it was right. a little off. So, Philomena and I were in the name. I take Philomena there. It was okay. It didn't suck. It was okay. It was right. good. I said, they changed it because now it was all white. There wasn't those blobs of sauce on like you see on a margarita. I'm like, wow, they changed this now. But the ingredients still were okay, and it tasted okay. I was disappointed, but I wasn't pissed off. Right. So then I had my buddy. Again, we went to work, did a little catering job, whatever. And he said, take a couple of pies home. So I take the pie home. I get the pie to the house. Tell everybody how good this pizza is. Completely raw on the bottom. Burned on top. Because they had this special oven. It's like, you know what a master blaster is? How it shoots out the flames? Yeah. They have a thing that goes into the side of the oven. And it shoots out flame. It's the most bizarre oven you've ever seen. No charcoal, no wood, but that flame gives it right. that wood effect. So it was they had a really good pizza, man. And I, it was just so fucking disappointing. And yeah. I'm like, I, I, I'm actually, I'm going to call them up tomorrow. 
Because I've been reluctant to do it, but I'm going to call. I'm going to be like, I'm just going to tell him very nice. Say, listen, what the hell happened to you guys, man? Right. You went from having one of the best slices in the fucking country to the most disgusting thing I've ever put in my mouth yeah. in a matter of six months. Yep. But I, I, I can't hold back no more, man. Well, that's what I was telling Mary. I was like, and Clem goes off because he's like, how come these people have, they have, it's like, it's like how are they allowed to have a place and hand out shitty food? But meanwhile, when we were doing all good food and stuff, like it was that's like, why no, I, exactly yeah. that's why I get the way I get because I'm like you have the privilege to have a fucking business and serve people right and you know you have an opportunity to make some money and put good food out and make the fucking neighborhood people happy and you're fucking dicking everybody around by serving garbage and you know what you're doing yeah so many people know what they're doing so many people have no clue but some actually know what they're doing like fuck it we use the low end shit we use the cheap shit yeah and they got a place but you and I who worry about it. The food from the time it comes off the truck until the time it hits the plate, other ones in here pulling right. out cocktails. I'm worrying that yeah. people are eating it and they might say something bad about yeah. it. Because that's my biggest thing. Like, I'm always, how was it? I'll, you know, if you don't yeah. like it, send it back or whatever. But this, like, just sitting there and knowing that I'm a fat bastard and I'm not touching anything. Yeah. That happened to me at that other place years ago. There were people, guests on our show, but I had, like, six courses. I didn't touch any of it. Yeah. And then I, I got charged for that. They didn't charge me for, you know, hardly anything after that. I was drinking for free. You know, and I was like, don't make a big deal. We'll go back and tell him. Or if you want, just say they're bad. But, I mean, I can't. I'm trying to eat them yeah. to be, like, a good sport. But they were, like, left on a radiator overnight. I'm done with being a good sport. I'll say, look, if it's a place I don't know, you know, even when – and it's worse when you know the guy. Because then you, you – I get it. You feel bad. But then it's like, hey, come here. Let me – come on, man. Yeah, like, so you know what it is, also? I think part of it was, like, you didn't give a crap, because he's one of the guys, like, good guy, you know, uh-huh. but he's like, oh, here he comes, a celebrity chef. Yeah. Is he gonna... Meanwhile, I never badmouth anybody, I never yeah. do anything, I like to frequent places, and I'll say it's good, and, you know, like, hey, you know, I'll try stuff, stuff. And I'll but even I mean... admit what I'm wrong, because you heard me say not too long ago, and I didn't think Joan Pat's was that great anymore. Right. And what's the people right there? Two weeks in a row. That's awesome. I'm coming with a pie from Joe Pass. Yes. They, look, they redeemed themselves. Maybe they had a bad couple. And it happens. And you, sometimes you got to give the place the second chance because they, you know, people in their kitchen who may have been there for 10 years quit. They got a right. new guy. They're shorthand. Look, stuff always happens. And I'm, like, I'm, I'm okay with that. Yeah. I'm okay with that. You know, you give it a second try, maybe even a third try. After that, no fucking way no more. But I, I told they, they this fucking pizza is unbelievable. Yeah, it was delicious. It's a great fucking There's sweat. real sausage sliced into discs, yeah. so I love it. All right, well, we got a phone call. Is this, uh, is this you, Philomena, calling up? No. All right, all right, let's try it. Yeah. Hey, you're chewing the fat with Big and Beefy. What's up, Big and Beefy? It's John Serp. How are you guys? Johnny, Johnny Serp! What's up, pal? What's up, boys? How are we doing? We're doing great, brother. What's going on? Where you been? Making raw chicken wings and putting out fires? Where you been? Uh, I've been busy, man. I have a two-year-old and a five-month-old, so I haven't had a chance to really call in. <laughs> Listen, sir, but you know I wouldn't bust your balls, man. I truly love you, baby. <laughs> Shit changes, bro. It really does. Like I, I loved calling in with you guys in the beginning when you first started, but this shit happened, and it's it's a lot harder it's a lot harder to call in now. Believe me. Oh yeah. <laughs> so yeah how's, 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 even if there's nothing going on, you want to catch some shut eye anytime in between uh, kids crying and eating. So what'd you have? There's another no boy or a girl? There's what'd no you time. have? What's up? What'd you have? What'd you have? Another boy or a girl? What'd you have? Another boy. 
Another boy. Yeah. Yeah, Zachary and Axel. Yeah, two little boys. Nice. One more. You got a boy band. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, man. I'm done. That's it. That's it. I'm done. One more. One more. You're halfway to the Brady Bunch scenario. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm sorry. I've been missing missing therapy. Did actually have one or two chances going out. He's like, I'm out. Can you meet me? And I always was doing something. I couldn't meet him. Wow. You're too busy for me. You're getting big. You're getting big. Yeah, yeah, I wish. You're You're blowing up. Yeah, that one time I was like, uh, I'm prepping in my house. I had like a party for like 20 people, and I had to sit there and prep for three days and find places to put my shit, you know? Crazy. <laughs> I know the feeling, my friend. I know the feeling. Yeah. So what's for, going um, on, man? I was prepping for a good friend of mine's um, party this past Saturday, just um, my best friend's kid's birthday party. So it was about 13, 14 people up today, but I thought I'd cater for him. I'm not going to make any money. And uh, the kid gets sick and cancels. So now I got all this food in my fridge. What the fuck am I going to do? Bring it over uh, to the big and busy show. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. I should have just ate for a week. Exactly. That's what I should have done. But um, he's having it this Saturday instead. So I throw everything in the freezer. And the stuff I couldn't freeze, I just kind of put in the fridge. Like, there's some potatoes that I cooked already. I'm just going to leave them in the fridge for a week, and I'll take them. I'll be fine. Yeah. Like you know what you got to get? You got to invest in one of those, um, the food savers. They're great. Yeah, they really are. Yeah, I... I know what you're saying. I had one. I had one for the bar, and it worked great, but it, it's... Well, Tupperware. It's, it's expensive. Yeah. yeah. You know what you got to do? Just be a birth of Tupperware. That's all you got to do. Yeah, true, true. It was a blood bag. It was a blood No, but now they have... I don't know if you guys have seen this. They have a Tupperware that it just has a little thing on the cover, and you pull it up, and it sucks all the air out, and you snap it down, and it's like a food saver thing. Oh, nice. Instead of exactly. getting that machine, that's yeah. the vacuum pack. It's an instant vacuum pack thing. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Matter of fact, I'm going to find cool. one, buy it, bring it in, and we'll test it out. All right. I'll put, it, I'll put my dick in there. Do what I do, hopefully. <laughs> next, uh, next couple of Mondays, I'm going to bring one in for you guys. See what happens. So, I yeah, you got to stop up here, man. What you have so a I need a two-by-two two container? <laughs> <laughs> it's a pill case. You got a pill case? Pill case. <laughs> Yeah, so what's going so exciting with you, Johnny? Besides the uh, the awesome children? Uh, not much, bro. Not much. I called in to talk about your um your little food fight there with the uh, canned vegetables, the canned whatever. Ah, oh, the little top five, yeah. The top five there, yeah. That's what that's what sparked my interest. Like, oh yeah, I was just going through Facebook really quick since you guys in the shower. I was like, I can call them on that. There's a couple of things to talk about there. Yeah, my yeah. life's nothing, really, nothing too exciting. Still trying to sell that show. It's not working. Whatever, as you guys know, it's not easy to do. Now, and by the way, did you read Facebook and see who's going to be on uh, Beating Bobby Flay? I did. She's also going to be on Chopped for the third time. Ah, the fuck out of here. Why come I can't get on for a second time? This is bullshit. Yeah, they just Chopped. Open Diane from She's going on Beating Bobby Flay? Yeah, well, I Diane saw her. She was a judge. Uh, her and um, Glenn, Glenn Ross, Glenn Gross, the barbecue guy that was on the show, him and her is like judge the chop thing with like uh, people from home or something like that. Uh, I don't know what the fuck. Well, you know what it is right now is a golden opportunity for everybody because they're running out of people to get on these shows. They just put, and I'm not trying to blow up anybody's spot. I'm not going to say anybody's names, but I can tell you there's about six or seven more people going on Cutthroat and Chop that are all from Hell's Kitchen. Yeah, they're taking all the Hell's Kitchen people. Yep. They're picking from all over the place now. They're on one show. They won't get another show now. You're right. They're running out. Yeah. Well, that's a lot of people. Like, when's your next show? I was like, I tell you the truth. I really don't feel like going on some of them. Right. 
You know, yeah. like it's like it, because I can't stop my life to go on a three month show. I can't, um, you know, and it's just a, it's a, it's a well, you know what it is? It, for the hundred dollars and the fifty dollars per diem that you're gonna get per day yeah. to fly me down there. And I don't get me wrong, it's a great opportunity to meet people and network right. and all that other shit. But then you get there, and then the bullshit happens, and then, you know, it's the whole fucking rigmarole standing around, and then, you know, you're going to get cut because, because uh, you know, you're not pretty enough, or you're not good enough, or there's, there's always some shit. I'm not saying none but of these shows are real, because they are, enough, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. I, I am pretty enough. I mean, I love it, but you know what? I'd, I'd rather do my own show. Like, Johnny's trying to shop his show around. At least he has a good show yeah. with a good pilot, like a sizzle reel. That he can stand behind that instead of, right. you know, you go and do a show and then after you film it, you're like, this show sucked. You know, yeah. like, look at all the shows we could have got on, like Midnight Feast and Kitchen Casino yeah. and all the shit that we ran around for and they never went past four episodes, six right, episodes. Right. Yep. Yes. Yeah. I know. It's you know, hard, man. Just... It's really hard. It's saturated too right now. The the, the field is saturated too with shows. There are more new shows. No, I mean, yeah. I, I kind of like the idea of that, uh, that man versus child with the professional chef against a team of kids. Mm-hmm. And everyone's yeah, like, why don't you go on that? I'm like, because I'll slap those kids in the face because they're like little shitheads, you know? Yeah, like, I, it's hard enough I have to deal with it, that, that 21-year-old kid. But now these like little like, aha, you Man, suck. you got to do a show with me once a week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but this is See, this is great. A 45-year-old kid. Yeah. <laughs> Before I had to hold his hand down because he was hitting the thing and you could hear it in the microphone. <laughs> You're lucky to drum in on my side. We really in trouble. <laughs> I believe it. I believe it. Well, I had right, to back a second. If you ever oh, well, quick, quick, what's your five out. vegetables? Your five canned veg you like to cook with? Well, you know, John, yeah, I'll, give you really quick. I'll give you my. Uh... <laughs> what the hell was that? That was my drum. <laughs> my new drum in the studio. <laughs> All right, <clears throat> you gotta go with tomatoes. Is that a vegetable? Is that, is that a yeah, no, no, that's that's. No, wait, wait, wait. Are we going with any canned tomato? Or are we going with the San Marzano canned tomato? Come on, sir. You gotta go San Marzano. I use a diff- I use a few different kinds. If I'm gonna pick the top ones, obviously you go San Marzano. But honestly, red pack tomatoes are pretty good. Red pack, yeah, red pack years ago I thought were great. I don't like them so much as I think they're off a little bit lately. But red pack yeah. at one point had great fucking tomatoes. They really I think did. They're very good. I really do. I like Tudorosos pretty good. I usually only use whole. I don't use anything else. I don't like using the... Yeah, Tudorosos, um, Tudorosos right, right. is fucking awesome. That's what we use in my house. Yeah. yeah Tudorosos are good. Red packs are good. And Scofani I like, too. Okay. Um, All right. You got to go beans. All right. Yeah. I got to go beans because I make pasta visible all the time, so you got to go beans. Right, right. Um, and, and potatoes. I think I only have three. Uh, I yeah. use... I do like a good canned potato, but just you can do a lot with it. You don't have to mash, cook them. You, can, you slice them up, <laughs> yeah. you put them in the iron skillet, you know, you, you crisp them up. They're, they're good. You just, yeah, you drain the liquid and just dump the whole can in the fry liner, and that's fucking fantastic. There you, there go. you go. Simple. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Drop it in the fryer. All right, Johnny, kiss the kids for us and uh, John, we'll get together on, soon. On the kids, man, it's good to hear your voice, brother. Don't be a stranger, man. We miss you. You too, fellas. Hopefully, I'll see you soon. Take care. All, All right. right, awesome, man. Take it easy. Johnny, bring it away, baby. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's get into. Um... We got to get into some news, no? Yeah. All right, we can do a little. Uh... 
a little news. Awesome. John Serp, a little blast from the past right there. I miss Serp. Serp's a good guy. Yeah. But, and you can see, you have kids and I you can't. have to disappear, you know? CTF News with Big and Beefy. So what do you got, Clem? I'll start it off. This is one of my favorite all-time serials, Lucky Charms. Lucky Charms has announced that they are going to give a box of all marshmallow cereal to 10 lucky winners. The contest just ended yesterday. We're going to hope to find out some winners by next week. But all you had to do is send out the hashtag Lucky10Sweepstakes. Wouldn't it be awesome winning a box of all marshmallows? I've actually sat there like a fat bastard once and dumped them out in a strainer and picked out the marshmallows. Oh, yeah. But imagine getting that. I think that would be pretty freaking cool. Oh, yeah. The only thing is I don't think, because I'm a sucker for collecting stupid shit like that. I would that. never open it. I would actually, I would open it either. Right. I wouldn't have the heart to eat. I would have to save that for the rest yeah. of my life. Until I was fucked up yeah. one day and go, ah, just get another one. Whoop, eat it. No, what I would like, do is go buy five more boxes of Lucky Charms and sit there and actually pick all the marshmallows right. out. Which we did We did that little, uh, I was talking about that cereal show I was watching, that the marshmallows in Lucky Charms actually started out as cut-up circus peanuts. That's right. Yeah. That's right. All right. Well, uh, here's a little news. Danny Maya is eliminating all tipping at his restaurants and significantly raising the prices to make up the difference, a move that will raise wages, save the hospitality industry, and forever change how diners dine. I so, don't know if I agree with that. I mean, it's they do it in Europe. There's no tipping in Europe. My thing is, I Why think Why do we as a consumer have to pay more, though? Because you won't have to tip. And you'll get better service because they get paid by the hour and they can get fired, you know. Because right now, you're getting Joe Schmo's sister-in-law waiting tables just for extra money, has no clue what anything is. So at least if you – say you're giving a, a guy $6 an hour to wait tables. Yeah, but here's the backside of that. They can say, oh, I don't care. I'm getting paid by the hour anyway. So who cares if they get good service or not? Whereas they got to give the good service to get the good tip. True. It's a catch-22. You know, but, I see it that way, but I also see it the other side of that coin, too. Right. Plus, because I now, don't think now as a consumer, that I'm going to have to pay more money, I expect that service. If you're charging me more money for my food and I don't got a tip, I expect that service to be that good now. Right. Because if you're going to put someone on my table that the tip is mandatory, like, included in there, I expect that good of service. But if she's working there, you know what? Here's your $2 instead of your $20. Right, but here's the thing. Instead of the money, I believe it's yeah, ever it's a Danny Meyer restaurant, so it's going to be top notch. You know, it's not like, uh, you know, Danino's. There's no tipping in Danino's or something now, you know, or Joe and Pat's. And, exactly. You know, it's like, all right, whatever. But uh, I kind of I dig it. Only because. I'm, I'm not, look, I'm, I'm you open have, to it. Yeah, you can have someone that can make a living now being a waiter. Because. Even if it's dead, he's getting paid the twenty something dollars an hour, and he'll do more around the restaurant. We can go to tables instead of being chefs. We can make more money. Well, that's what it's coming to. I can go. We can go to McDonald's now and get fifteen dollars an hour to, to put shit in a microwave. Yeah. So it's not like the old days, but Here's, where's my McFucking paycheck? Yeah. <laughs> so I got another quick story for you that I don't understand, and I'm going to see maybe if you guys get this. IHOP's back in the news again. They had recently, last year, tweeted out a little bit of what they said was a racist tweet, which I thought was bullshit. 
But now they tweeted out. Um, if I can find out what exactly they said, something along the lines of it's flat but has potential, and it was a picture of two stacks of pancakes. Oh and yeah. People are saying that it's sexist and misogynistic and all this crazy stuff, and I'm like, first of all, I don't even get the joke. Okay, flat but has potential. I mean, tell me how that's even funny. I don't know. But people take it the wrong way. But we do have our guest calling in right now, so we will pick him up. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let uh, let me just see here, because I have a quick intro for him while we pick him up. All right, well, we'll get back to the news, and we'll get our guest on. My name is Nick Nappy. I'm from San Mateo, California. I'm 31, and I am a dishwasher salesman. What made me want to be a contestant on the show was... It's an amazing opportunity. Like a can can in. I've been a chef for a very long time at home. I haven't really uh, cooked for other people outside of my house, and it was just a great opportunity to get on the show and see what I can do. Cooking is everything. I've come from a uh, half of me is Italian. It's a big part of my culture. That's how we communicate. It's around the dinner table. It's where you yell. It's where you tell good stories, bad stories. It's just where we communicate. It's where we end the day and we get back together as a family. Right, so what is it that you've got that we haven't seen yet? You know what, it's dedication, Chef. Yeah. Um, I left everything behind to be here. Sure. It's time for me to step up. Good Thank luck. you. I will win because I can't lose. I quit my job, got wonderful support from my family, my friends, and my girlfriend. But I promised them that I was going to give them my best. Whenever I give something my best, I have never came short. <laughs> All right. All right. There it is. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I believe. Whoa, whoa, wait, whoa, wait, whoa. That was, <laughs> that was me with this. All right. I believe that we have uh, Chef Nick Nappy on the phone. Nick, are you with us? You know I am. How's it going? Yeah. What's up, Nick? How the hell are you doing, my friend? Hello? Yeah, hello. You got us? Hey, hey. Yeah, I got you guys. How's everything going? Ah, uh, everything's going great. Gotta everything's... say, I even love the name, Nick Nappy. It's just... Oh, yeah, yeah. It's not a... How you doing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, not even a, it's, not even a, it's not even a stage name. My parents my parents blessed me with my own stage name. No, that, that is pretty awesome. I mean, you know. My name is Clemenza Caserta. I, I understand what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get more Italian than you don't want to know. So, I mean, you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, Nick, I, I know you're a little tied for time here, so, uh, you know, we just want to say thanks for calling in. Congratulations on the show. I mean, we were fans of you. Absolutely. You know, I love the lid you wore the whole time. It was pretty cool. And I got to bring, you know. Oh, thank you. Mix. Now I don't, I'm not afraid to wear my fedora anymore. You yeah. I like the little straw fedora. I love it. But, uh, yeah, so uh, how, how did you – I read up on your thing, and I, I saw that your girlfriend actually snuck – Snuck your audition in. Yeah, you know, I grew up. Uh, I grew up a pretty humble dude. I mean, you know, I've, I don't know. I've never really been the guy for the spotlight. I mean, you can kind of see it from the season if you watch it over. You know, I didn't really come into come into light until a little bit later. Um, but that's just kind of my move. You know, I, I guess you could call it. That's the Italian in me. I, I like to lay back, watch my competitors, and then see how I, you know, take them out. But uh, that's exactly right. Guy, you know, <laughs> You know, my girl, she's like, you know, you got to get on this show. You'd be great for the show. She's actually said it for a couple of seasons, and I've just always told her no. And uh, she was just fed up with hearing no. I mean, I don't really tell her no much, uh, but this time I did, and she wasn't having it. So I went to work. I get an email, and it says, you know, thanks for, you know, thanks for your interest in trying out for MasterChef. We can't wait to see you at the open auditions. 
I'm like, what the fuck is this? So I called her, <laughs> and uh, she's like, she's like, I signed you up, uh, and you're going, and I don't want to hear anything about it. And it hangs up, and I'm like, well, I'm not, I'm not touching this one. I guess I'll just go. So, you know, I went, and they loved me. I, you know, they, they went through the whole process, and the rest of history. That's awesome. You know, well, and and now you're probably saying thanks a lot, hon. You know. Because, I mean, it was a great opportunity. Because usually, like, guys like us, we're sending in all the auditions you don't hear. You didn't have that, like, neglect of years of getting bounced back (laughs) or no email back and everything. You're just like, oh, shit, what's this? I got an email. It's pretty wild. So that's pretty awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, well, we had had, uh, Stevie on, Stephen, a couple of weeks ago, number three. Now, you came in fourth, am I right? I came in fourth, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, had yeah. A, I actually did that on purpose. I felt bad for Steven. He's an older guy. I wanted to make sure that he went out of this life with a little something to look at, look at, and that be proud. Oh, oh, easy, easy. easy. I think he's calling in soon. <laughs> yeah, who's the other line? Who's on Dude, the other line? Sure, you sure he's calling Steven on the other line. Steven just texted me. He goes, I'm calling in. So we'll, we'll talk to uh, Nick for a little bit, and then yeah. we'll bring Stevie on and yeah, reunite him. on the other line. Yeah, so what do you got going on now? Are you... Do you have, like, the cooking fever, the TV fever under your belt there? Yeah, you know, it's funny. I'm actually uh, head chef over at a restaurant down in downtown San Diego called Werewolf. Um, right after the show, I came in. You know, I, I literally did quit my job when I went on the show. So right after the show, I came back to San Diego. I ran everywhere. I mean, I literally walked and knocked on every kitchen's door that I wanted to work. And uh, this place gave me a shot. I couldn't tell them about my experience on MasterChef at the time because it hadn't been announced. Right, so right. it was hilarious. You know, they, like, put me in the they put me in the back. I was washing dishes and cutting onions. I mean, I literally had the executive chef pull me to the side and go, okay, so this is how you're going to cut these onions. And I'm looking at this guy like, man, Gordon Ramsay <laughs> and Graham Elliott just taught me how to do everything. But yeah, I couldn't if say you only do. So, <laughs> right. Yeah, right when the show aired, they, they, this guy pulled me to the side. He's like, what the hell, man? Why don't you tell me? And I was like, dude, I couldn't. He's like, I feel like such an ass. I was trying to teach you how to cut tomatoes and onions. Um, <laughs> so I've been here for, you know, about seven months now, and it's just been it's been great. I mean, they've really kind of taken me in as my family. We had all the watch parties here, uh, oh, and, great. you know, I've, I've been able to uh, build up a great staff. We've got a great bunch of guys, you know, a bunch of foul-mouthed, disgusting kitchen guys. That works. Hey, you know. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's my it's my it's my man cave. I get to go to you know every day. I'm here. People look at me. They're like, dude, you're working 12 hours. But I'm gonna tell you something, guys. Master Chef opened my eyes to doing what the hell I wanted to do, and not you know just kind of existing. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, it's, right. It's, it's, it's not work. If you're there 12 hours, yeah. If you're there for 12 hours and you love it, it's not Absolutely. work. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, it's it's not Absolutely. like you're uh, yeah, tarring roofs for 12 hours now, or something like that. You're like, yeah. yeah. I got to ask you a question. I'm going to take it back to the hat for a second. Did you always wear right. the hat or you just wore that one day for MasterChef and it became like your trademark thing and were you always a hat guy? Because I got, as an Italian, I love the fucking hat. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as I saw you, as soon as I, I saw you, I like, yep, that's my guy right there. The guinea with the fucking hat on. Yeah. Yeah. I've got, uh, I've been wearing, my mom has been putting me in hats since I was in a stroller. She's put me in hats, suspenders, tie. You know, I was I was a hipster before hipsters were cool. And exactly. uh, she was throwing oh, yeah. hats on me. She was throwing hats on me, you know, since I was a kid. She said, you know, be a Guido, be a proud Guido and walk around with your hat on. So I've got a good collection of uh, fedoras. That was the only one I was willing to sacrifice in the kitchen, though. Right. Okay. 
Yeah. Right. I mean, because I've... I've and like, it's an Italian thing. Even yeah, but I've stuck with some hat things, you know. I like the, uh, the skull cap, but then I was yeah. wearing it in the kitchen. I'm like, what am I doing? I'm like committing suicide here. Yeah. And then I, like, you know, a couple of different hats, but... Yeah. You know, you just got to stick to the, the one you like that's comfortable. Yeah. So how was your experience on it? Did you love being on it? Are you, are you happy you did it, or do you have any regrets? No, you know, um, it was. Uh, it's hard for me to come up with anything negative to say about the experience on MasterChef. They, they really uh, – I think the biggest thing for me is that is the way that the judges actually get into your life, even things that you don't see on camera, like the way that they – they remember who you are, who your family is, and what your dream is for being there. And I felt right. that from them on a regular basis all the time. Like, I never felt, in, you know, like, scared of Gordon Ramsay. I was, more, I was more afraid of disappointing him because he had so much love that he was throwing into all of us. And right, right. it really just it shot put me, man. It, it was like put, it put me in a cannon and just shot me into the industry that I've always wanted to be in. And, you know, I, I can't even look back now. I, like, I look back a year ago to where I was, and I was miserable, man. Like, if you walked by me on a Monday, it was a 70% chance that I might have stabbed you just because I was so miserable all the time. <laughs> now, what did you and do before they that? that. Um, yeah, I worked for a uh, restaurant supply company, and I worked. So I, uh, I was still working in restaurants, but I was doing sales. I've been in sales for about 12 years. I was really good at it, too. I was making great money. You know, I was living in San Francisco, I'm from the Bay Area, you know, I was living in San Francisco where it's impossible to live, but we were making enough money to do that. It right, just right. wasn't what I needed to be doing. No, no, it never, it's always good, to, like sales is a good thing if you're doing something for a long time and you want to get out of it and you do sales for a little while until you learn that you hate that and then you go do what you really love. Yeah. <laughs> let, let me, let me oh, ask yeah, you one other, one, one other question, and I will say this real quick before I answer the question is, and Rob, I'm sure you'll attest to this. Is, is it, it's surprising on how these judges and people know and actually really give a crap on some of these shows. Like even me with Ramsey with Hell's Kitchen, like I got hurt for a second. He was like, "You got to go on. You can't give up. How about your mind?" He started bringing up personal yeah, stuff yeah. in my life. I'm like, "How the hell did he know this or even remember?" Because he's got that ear button. Yeah, it's like, about his mother. <laughs> at one point in time, no, they didn't, you could tell like he was yeah, just, mom. you know. And it was like, it kind of gives you that Absolutely. extra push. But let me ask you this, and, and uh, you know, I, it's kind of putting you on the spot a little bit. But do you think that you should have at least gone to the next round? Absolutely, 100%. Okay, good. Because so did I. Look, you're not talking to one of those guys that's going to, you know, sugarfoot around something. Claudia is a good friend of mine. And, you know, her and I have had this discussion. Um, you know, she has her views of what happened and I have mine. And, you know, I think that the cameras speak volumes, but, um, you know, I, I think that other than, I, I know I should have made it to the next round. Who knows if I would have won or not, but fourth right. place is fourth place. I mean, fourth place is out of, you know, 40 something thousand people, 50 something thousand people that tried out. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, no, it's fantastic. You know, I, that, that's a, that's I wear, a feat I wear itself. Fourth place. I wear, I'm about to get tattooed fourth place. You know, if I, I get a tattoo yeah. on my neck and let them know I got fourth place. So, I'm taking everything I can from this entire opportunity and running with it. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. And at some point, you know what, because I, I, I know what you're saying, because I came in fifth out of 20 people or whatever. I got the blackjack and the whole thing. And I definitely, in my mind, think I should have went to the next round. But at some point, it ain't even about that. It's just, hey, you know what, I got this far. It was a great accomplishment, a great experience. It doesn't matter whether I It would have been nice to win it and get the fucking money. But at some point, it didn't matter because yeah. I'm still getting all the fucking fame out of it anyway. 
you know, and I'm sure you're having that yeah, same absolutely. experience. But you, by far, from the beginning of the show, I absolutely loved you. I thought you did some great work, and, and you know, it's surprising to see how some of you guys with little experience, you know, you're cooking at home, a little restaurant experience, I should say, how far and how fucking you come. You shot out of the fucking box like a fucking cat. I was like, well, where's this guy fucking coming from? Yeah. You know, I've gotten blown away by some of the yeah, stuff you know. like, oh, shit. I appreciate that, man. You know, it, you know what it was? It was, um, it was knowing that it was a competition, right? I mean, you put me, you put me in a room with 20, 30, a, a million people, and you tell me that only one's going to come out. I, in my mind, automatically, I don't even look at who's in that room. I just think I'm better. And it's not like a copy. Well, that's, that's thing. the Italian that, in you, too. Even if I don't right. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Even if I don't know how to do it, I'm going to figure it out. You know, and I'm in a restaurant oh, yeah. now, and this is literally my first cooking job, and they gave me head chef. I mean, you yelp this place, Werewolf, and we're the, we're the top. We got thousands of reviews, and we still have four and a half stars in my kitchen. You know what I mean? So That's I'm awesome. taking this thing as hard as possible. I, I, I can't sleep, and it's not because I don't want to. It's because I'm trying to think of the next way to make us even better. Right, uh, right. So I think that was my strength. That was my strength the whole time in the season. But at the same time, you know, it's also just love, man. It's passion for what I'm doing. Nice, yeah. But, I mean, you know, I'm just going to throw one thing in there. Like, I, I definitely think you should have went farther. But I know what happened. Thank it's you. TV land, and exactly. they didn't want three guys in the finale. Exactly. Bottom line is they want <laughs> yeah, Because well, it, it really is like they go by numbers a lot. And they'd be like, uh, you know, how close is it? Maybe we'll give an extra point because we got to get a woman in there. Yeah. Meanwhile, the judges may not have wanted it, but you got all the people doing all the numbers. Like, oh, women agree with Claudia, and they like her. They they feel like she, they like her. Blah blah blah. Exactly. We don't want to lose that demographic. Yeah, I think we could. So. I think we could have got away with me, Stephen, and Derek, because that really would have been like two and a half men. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But, I mean, because, come on, Clem was on uh, season 10 of Hell's Kitchen, and he got kicked off on Italian yeah, night. Yeah, I got booted so off on Italian that's, night. That's I an mean, edit. That's the thing. Like, let's yeah. put this in. For, so, Nick, uh, we do have uh, Steve on the other line. Steve calling in from California. He wanted to speak with you, so hold on. Hey, Steve, you're speaking <laughs> with uh, Big Beefy and Nick. All right, Nick. Hey, I, hey, I, I just want to. Hey, there he is. How, hey, how's you calling with the rotary phone? Hey, I just want to. <laughs> Number one, okay, Nick never felt sorry for me for a day in his life. Okay, that's number one. Number two, not everybody loved Nick at Master Chef. All right, let's just get that straight right now. Oh, oh, you're saying if you're if you're saying you don't if you're saying you didn't I got I got those love letters you sent me, sweetheart. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, are you sure? Are you sure that wasn't from uh, from Derek when you're spray tanning his back? Oh, oh my god. <laughs> no. Oh my Steven god. Was, I was the only person. So Steven, Steven used to sit in a corner and not speak to anybody and make like those weird noises that you see on TV. And I was the only one that was talking. To him. I felt bad. It was like it was like giving a, giving change to a homeless guy that was talking to himself. <laughs> But I'll tell you what, you both, you, both of you guys made great TV. I mean, it was hey, hey, it was actually good the way there was some tension there. Hey, but Nick Nick is running a great restaurant down in. I went to the Werewolf a few times now. Every single time I go down there, I got dynamite food, man. I got yeah, I give him thumbs up you. for that. And I almost I almost saw you in all seriousness. I got I got sidetracked with the family. Had to go see some daughter from uh, Holly, you know, Holly. 
got to go take Absolutely. her, yeah, her daughter. You know, you know, wanted to see you, but next next time you come down, we got to see you. You know, wanted to see you. And, and to be honest with you guys, Stephen and I, we uh, we we formed a really cool bond, man. Like you know, at first we kind of were button heads because I think we both looked at each other as like the two top people. We really you know respected each other and what we did in the kitchen, and we definitely used to really fuck with each other like i mean pulling chairs from under you when you tried to sit down type shit you know but uh the guy's a genius the guy's a genius man people ask me all the time like how was steven for real in real life and i'm like honestly he was the only one i was ever scared of not like because he's nuts but because of his cooking ability yeah no okay no there's yeah there's a there's a lot of mutual respect between nick nick and i but nick like through that through that whole master chef thing I just Nick's right. I didn't talk to anybody except for like probably the last, uh, maybe the last few weeks we were there. Nick was the only one that I would talk to because yeah. he was the only one that like was real to me. You know, he, he's a good man. Whatever, whatever anybody right, says cool. about him, he's a good guy. Nice. Now, while I have both of you on the line, did anyone get approached by anyone from Reality Rally in Temecula, California, in April? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm doing. I got. I'm, doing I'm that, just uh, filling out the paperwork for that. Awesome. Now, Nick, are you yeah, going to be doing it? You're right in San Diego. No, I'm going to be. I'm going to be. Uh, I'll be there, man. I'm doing the. Uh, starting the. What do you call it? Uh, getting the money right now. I'm, I'm actually doing something at Werewolf next month. We're going to have a uh, kind of like a charity event for it, and they're going to they're going to hook it up with like 10% of the bar sales that are going to go straight to the charity. Nice, awesome. Oh, nice. Hey, uh, yeah, I'll be there. So Mary uh, Club will be there. It'll be great. And we do the uh, the chef cook off, which is good. Teams of two, and then we we square off on the uh, city hall steps. It's, it's like in a chopped kind of thing. It's pretty wild. So pretty awesome. Right. But while we got you guys on the line, I know we were talking about Sam Monzano tomatoes. I see Nick posting some pictures with Sam Monzano tomatoes. Our top five tonight is. Oh, All right. It's if you have to, your top five canned vegetables you would cook with. Top five canned right. vegetables. Yeah, like canned right, tomatoes, and you know, like I mean, because they do put out some some decent products <laughs> in can. But, like, you know, for years I was a bachelor and everything was in a can because anything in my fridge was to-go food and it would go bad. Everything would go bad. So, you know, I'd eat at the restaurant I worked at and never have anything in the fridge. But when I'm hungover on my day off, I crack a can of something open and make something. There you go. So. Uh, you know, definitely, you know, you know my number one is going to be tomatoes, please. Yeah, um, absolutely. After that. I'm looking at, you know, I like, I like, uh, I like sweet corn. You know, when I was in college, I would crack open a thing of corn and beans and just heat that up. Oh yeah. Um, yes. What else? You know, I, I gotta say, you know, it's not a vegetable, but canned pineapples. <laughs> I could do so much with canned oh, pineapples. Oh yeah. From it. I put crushed canned pineapples then, in the uh, big heat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can use canned pineapples for anything. Um, yeah. I don't know. What is that? Three. That's three. Yeah. Uh, you know, artichokes. Give me the artichokes. Uh, I'll do something yeah, with yeah. them. That's some a I'll, put them, I'll put them on a plate and tell them. What's that? Dude, I fucking can my own shit. What? <laughs> yeah, well, you yeah, can well, do that. Can, I, you live in the, 
Yeah, fuck it. I can't beat you. He can't his, he can't can't his own shit. Can't he lives in the desert. He makes meth. I can't fucking eggplant. <laughs> <laughs> Pickles. And my number one is canned meth. <laughs> canned meth. <laughs> I can't everything, man. No, that's awesome. I, I mean, here, here's my five quick. I, uh, number five is Rotel. I love the diced tomatoes and the green. Okay. You know, whatever. I use that for shit. Yeah. I like uh, bamboo shoots. Canned pumpkin, yeah. because I, I can yeah. do a lot with that. Yeah. You know, make the soup, make it this, make it that. I like canned beets, only because I don't feel like yeah. peeling fresh ones and roasting them and stuff. And I like to, you know, use the liquid to brine shit in. Yeah. And, and number one, cream corn, baby. You Bring pretty it into much the got my top five. I always go cream corn, canned beets. I got to go artichoke, tomato, and even potatoes. I like the canned potatoes. What about yeah. sauerkraut? Yes. Yeah, I make my own sauerkraut. Yeah, see, there's a million things that you would never think yeah. of until we bring it up right now. Everyone's like, cans. Yeah. I, I don't eat that shit, you know. Pe- canned peas are horrible. Great. Like, great yeah. great know, canned yeah. peas are disgusting. Rob loves anything yeah, they are disgusting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Rock Hudson did not like bad meat in the can. <laughs> You paid for that one. <laughs> so, uh, so Nick, well, what's what's next for you? You got any TV coming up? You got any uh, appearances, or are you just strictly working, dude? I'm doing, uh, you know, I'm doing a lot of uh, charity events. I'm going up to the Bay Area uh, this weekend or this Wednesday, and uh, I'm gonna go meet with a couple different schools and talk to some kids. You know, my big thing is, look, when I was younger, I got in a lot of trouble. I was a, I was a badass kid. And if it wasn't for my mom and my dad, I, I don't know where I'd be right now. So I had opportunities that most kids didn't. I had people that cared about me enough to throw me into a kitchen and wash dishes, you know, up until I was like 18. And it saved me, to be honest with you, because I got to be with about a bunch of like, you know, look, you're in a kitchen. You're going to you're bound to be working next to like an ex-con or an ex-drug addict or something. And these guys are cleaning up and I got to see like the shit and I'm trying to spread that to the kids. Um, that there's opportunities, like, even if you have a record, it's not over. Like, there are opportunities in kitchens, uh, right. in restaurants, and there's just stuff that you could do. And I'm, that's what I'm doing. I'm going up to the barrier. I'm talking to a couple different schools that have troubled youth programs. And, oh, that's uh, awesome. and then I'll be back. But that's pretty much it, man. I'm doing some charitable stuff. I'm, I'm not really looking to get back on TV. I loved it. It was a great time. But I'm going to be honest with you, other than Steven and uh, I think Christian from last season, we're the only ones from last season that are actually in a kitchen. Like doing the real thing. Not, I'm not writing anything. Right, right. That's not me. Yeah. I don't write blogs. My girlfriend writes them for me. I don't write blogs. I get in there and I'm, I'm on the line in there. Yeah, you give the idea. Well, the house of pain. Yeah, well, you think all these big chefs write their own cookbooks nowadays? They're like, just put my name on it and I'll, I'll give you 10%. So it's better. I mean, yeah. I do the same so thing. Fine. I. And we're working a lot on of articles, and but I have other people write them for me because I'm a moron. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I can't spell. Yeah, no. I, uh, another thing I'm doing is we're about a week out from uh, you know releasing our. Uh, me and two of my buddies are opening a uh, gastro pub in San Diego, and we're about a week out from finishing everything and getting it out there and searching for uh, the funding. Oh, great! Oh, that's awesome, man. So, hey, you found your true love, and, and it's awesome, and you had a perfect platform with Master Chef. I mean. You know, not not only – that's good to get people in the door and to get you noticed. And then people – believe it or not, people will give you money just because you're on the show. 
as opposed to your talent. You know, oh, I gave that guy from MasterChef money to help him out and, you know, open up that thing. It's just good. It gives yourself a name. And believe it or not, you can work in a great restaurant yeah. for 10 years, and then you're on a show for 10 minutes, and people remember you from the 10 minutes. You know, and it's like, oh, you work there? Absolutely. People still think I work at a restaurant I quit at five years ago. I'm like, no, don't you keep up? You, you, but we yeah. know you're on all those shows. I'm like, yeah, but who who cares? Like, <laughs> this is what I do for my bread and butter. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> nice. All right, well, we got another phone call on here for you. Hello, you're chewing the fat with Big and Beefy. Hi, guys, it's Tina. Hi, Tina. What's up? Say hello to Big and Steve. I just want to call and say hi and thank both of you for being on the show. Stephen, thanks for calling it again. All right. My pleasure. Yeah. Yeah, well, I was just you about to thank Nick for you. in the beginning, though. <laughs> I thought you were really going at it. I was like, oh, man, what did I do? <laughs> <laughs> no, they're professionals. They're like brothers. They're like brothers. Offense, but I think I would have went with the Italians. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're not you're not friends unless you're ripping on each other. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, so uh, are the ones that should be worried. Oh yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> keep the enemies close. Yeah. No, what is it? Keep your friends close and your enemies closer. closer. <laughs> yeah, when I see my boys, when I see one of my boys and you know, they're like, Hey, what's up? How you been? I know that there's something wrong because it's usually like, Hey, what's up, fucko? You look like shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He wants he wants to borrow money when he says, "How's everything going?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Nice. So, uh, yeah. So, pusher, pusher. We got what is it, Chef Chef Nappy? No, what's what's your website? It's uh, chefnicknappy.com. Uh, you know, all I really do is I push my you know I push my recipes out, and uh, dinners by Nick has been actually something that's been really big. Um, I've been doing quite a few pop-ups. I've done a lot more, uh, bachelor parties have been a big thing. It started with one of my buddies getting married and then we just put it on, you know, we put it on social media world and people like guys have just been hitting me up. I got a badass place, uh, that Dude, overlooks Nick, uh, Peco Nick. Park with a huge balcony. Nick, oh, nice. Nick, look, I've been, Nick, Nick, check this out. I've been doing bachelorette parties, dude. All right. That's what you got to get hooked up with. The yeah. bachelorette parties. Yeah, you, you've met, Are you you've stripping, Steve? Are you stripping at these things? <laughs> <laughs> and that's a visual. That's a visual you don't want in your head. Uh, His specialty no, is frying bacon in the nude. <laughs> <laughs> no, but oh man, and canning and canning. One house like a couple weeks ago. I swear, I went to this one house a couple weeks ago, right? And I walked through the front door, and I swear, and the girls start. She's she's like literally in a sprint from the swimming pool. She's like just jumping out of the swimming pool, all wet, bathing suit, sprinting through the house, jumped in my arms. I'm here with my toolbox and my knife bag, and this girl like straddling my front side, hanging on me, telling me how much she loves me. And then okay, and then and then I get her off of me, right? And then there's three girls coming in from the dining room on their hands and knees meowing at me. Okay. Ooh, nice. <laughs> Did you cook it all with this thing? Or uh, <laughs> were you just a scratch you, hole? Was this the one that... Hey, Steven, was this the one that you did at that senior season home? 
<laughs> Nick is fucking. Oh hilarious. man. <laughs> All right, man. Wait, I I, re- I appreciate you guys having me on, man. I got to get back on the line. We're getting killed for dinner service starting right now. All right, Nick. Well, thank, thanks thanks for finding time to call in. Thanks for finding time. I got a little spooked there because uh, I know a lot of people wanted to listen to you and uh, you know hear what you had to say. But thanks for calling in. Don't be a stranger. I'll see you at Reality Rally, my friend. Follow uh, yeah. Shep. Uh, Absolutely. Shep I'm Nick looking forward at, to it, man. Yeah. Follow him at Shep Nappy on Twitter. Chef Nick right, Nappy. Chef Nappy. Yeah. All right, buddy. Thanks for calling in, my friend. All right, Paisan. Thanks, man. Thank all you. right, thanks. Thank you, man. All right, thanks a lot, guys. All right, peace. Go, go get him. All right, Steve, was all of that true? <laughs> <laughs> no, it, no, it was all true. And check this out. And so then I'm set, and then I say to him, I go, okay, I go, ladies, all right. My girlfriend's out in the car waiting for me, you know. And they're like, okay, we 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 don't believe you. We want to go meet her. And they they didn't believe my like. And they were right. I was just saying that because I was trying to like distract them. You know, I was trying to like get out of it. You know, they were right. They, it, it's nerve. You know, it's like you know. I thought I could handle myself pretty good, but when you got like fifteen, you know, ladies, you know, around you, just like. You know, they're. You Why would you try to get out of that? You got that's something you just got to roll with. Fuck it, let's no, take advantage of you. No, you can't roll. Everybody's got their phone on, you know, and they're taking pictures, and it's like all that stuff just go all over the internet, you know, super fast. You know that once once that ball starts rolling, you can once that train leaves the depot, it, you're not stopping it, right? You know, it, and you can't control it. It's it I would have been scary. rocking out like knockout. <laughs> I got no shame in my game. Who gives a fuck? Let him Twitter it, tweet it, Facebook it, take a picture. Who cares, man? Life is too short. Live once. Yeah. <laughs> or at least enjoy the hour or two at the party and then just deal with the torture on the way home. Yeah. You know, yeah. you got to deal with the aftermath. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. Steve, I see you're doing a couple of pretty good gigs, though. What's that? I say you got yeah. a couple of pretty good gigs lined up. Yeah, well, I did. I just did the casino. Uh, the yeah, other day, that I had a big thing. That went fantastic, man. It went really well, uh, and um, like it was, uh, it was a great. It's just a really good, great connection to make. Those people over that run the uh, Palm Springs Casino are super. I don't know. They're just like quality people. I was just super happy to get in, connected with them. And then um, I got another event over at that same casino where Robbie Knievel is doing a big jump. Oh, and nice. so I'm going to be, yeah, so I'm going to be selling, I'm going to be selling some food over there for that. And then, uh, and then I did, oh, and then I, over at La Quinta High School, they're having um, uh, a thing for, um, for breast cancer. That's like, a, a, what, you know, a, you know, a charity event. And so I'm going to have a cooking competition with this, with the first cook, that I ever met here in um in the desert like I met him like about 20 years ago he was he was a chef and I came in or no maybe it was 15 years ago or something and I came in I tried to get a a position in his kitchen you know as a prep cook and right. he he and so on the phone I was a call and interview and he's like well how good are you he says to me and then I said to him well I'm probably better than you and then he goes okay all right you're going to come down here and prove it 
And so, um, so we've been having this thing going on for like the last 15 years, like we're going to challenge each other. It's finally going to happen in like, uh, in this big form, you know, like a big stadium, everybody comes in and pays to watch chefs challenge each other and stuff like that. So that'd be fun. And then, uh, and then I, I just filmed a trailer with, uh, Derek. Yeah, I saw uh, that. That looked pretty good. What's the name of it? It was, uh, Breaking Bread. Yes, breaking bread, but it looked cool, like a nice yeah. backdrop in the desert there, and like yeah, super yeah, rugged yeah. dudes cooking. Yeah, yeah. So that might be fun. I don't know. That it might be pretty cool. I mean, yeah. just try it out, see how it goes, and then um, yeah. And so I'm just staying busy. I got a lot of parties doing now. It's a season right now, so things are picking up. I'm cooking a lot. Uh, you know, getting laid and getting paid. That's what it's all about. <laughs> nice. Now, I wanted yeah. to talk to you about this thing. I judged a uh, a cooking contest on Saturday, and it was a fundraiser for a CSA. I don't know if you have it out in California, but it was the first day I ever heard yeah. of it, and I thought it was the greatest idea. Crop sharing. Um, it was like a crop. Community-supported agriculture. Yeah, and it was, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you become a member. I think it's six hundred yeah. bucks. This one is, and yeah, you pay a farmer, a local farmer, and then for twenty three yeah. weeks or whatever, he brings, you know, to the to, to the to the club or whatever, wherever you meet, and it's all yeah. fresh produce from that week. And I thought it was phenomenal. I mean, I had yeah, I'm not, I don't eat a lot of veggies. Which I, you know, I do love them, but I, I never have them readily available. But everything, I think there was 13, 12 or 13 fresh vegetables. And they had to, yeah. you know, they got a point for everyone they used. And it was phenomenal, man. And just the taste of fresh farmed vegetables, hands down, beats the hell out of anything you find in like a supermarket. Oh, yeah, for sure, yeah. Absolutely. And it's I'm definitely joining care. it next year. It starts in June because there's only like two weeks left, and it's not bad. It's like 38 bucks a week, and you get in a shit ton of fresh vegetables. They're all organically grown. So who knows? I might I become like a health freak. I know. It's <laughs> good for you. Yeah, we used to have – I used to have a TSA up in Washington, Yeah, and uh, we had drop-off boxes for people at their – well, we'd either do it, they'd drop them off at their front doors for some of them, and then some of them would come to the farmer's market and pick up their boxes and so forth. Yeah, but no, it's a great deal because you know why it's such a good deal is because um, the farmers always, you know, you're not going to be making a lot of money as a farmer. And, and in the beginning, you know, before before the beginning of the season, you got to go, you got to, you got a lot of, um, you got a lot of cost that you need to, uh, need to make sure that you can cover in order to plant for your next season. So right, that right. allows the farmer to take, you know, some money up front, buy his seeds, you know, uh, work his land, plant out his crop, you know, for that upcoming season. And then it gives him the freedom, you know, just to make sure that he can, you know, farm for another season. And then the ongoing, you know, he'll make money as uh, the fruits of his labor come, you know, to fruition. And then, you know, he can pay his rent and stuff like that. But it definitely helps right, the right. farmer to get a grip on, you know, getting some of that money ahead of the time, ahead of the game there so he can start right. planting. See, like, I'm, yeah. I'm, 40, I'm going to be 45 years old. I've been in the restaurant business for over 25 years, and I've never heard about this. And it's, it's just odd because I don't you know. know why everyone doesn't do that. I know. That's why I wanted to do – that's one of the reasons why I wanted to do Master Chef is because uh, – 
because I'm I'm that's what I'm all about. I'm about you know urban farming. Um, I'm about sustainable. I'm about organic. I'm about bringing that uh, that farmers market concept into the mainstream consciousness. You know, and and the more we can get that out there. I think the healthier our communities will be, you know, we'll be able to support our local farmers a lot more. We'll be able to eat better. Therefore, we're healthier. Therefore, we're happier. Therefore, we're having more sex. Therefore, we're having more beautiful children. Therefore, we're having more sex. You never know. We got fresh vegetables. They're healthier. We'll live longer. We'll have more sex. You know, everybody will bang a lot more. (laughs) <laughs> well, it, it, come on it goes without saying you know you know you're you're healthier you're happier you're having more sex right i mean that's Not like what, it's about. what i eat a shit ton of fried food and uh, i'm cramping up a minute into sex and i don't want to do it anymore i've seen signs at the farmer's market eat a zucchini fuck longer yeah exactly. and, I, and i guarantee they'd never keep them in, in in stock there you go you know instead of buying those fucking pills on the internet that don't work go get some fresh produce yeah exactly yeah yeah you know it's true eat your, eat your greens have more sex that's what it's all about yeah mm-hmm yeah, but see, that's my goal now. I want to get this out more and get people to join this because, you know, so so what if if it, you know, you, you have too much vegetables and if you're not into pickling or preserving or anything, you know, give it to someone that could use them. But it's only thirty eight bucks a week. You spend tons more for shitty produce. Yeah. You know, bags of those apples that there's only one good one and the rest of them are all shot. Mealy and mushy and... Yeah, like celery yeah. that you don't know. And everything's painted and waxed and washed and... Well, take anything else. Like even seafood. When you go get seafood that's caught right out of the ocean or really fresh and you buy that shit in the supermarket, there's such a fucking difference. And I react yeah. to people saying, oh, look how fresh this is. Oh, I, I bought it yesterday at Petmark or... Yeah. Well, you crops or say, wait, we need boy yesterday, so what? They had it for a week. The guy who they got it from had it for another week, and it came off the boat two weeks ago. I love when they go, oh, they had the shrimp fresh there. Yeah. You know what? They bought the four-pound block and defrosted yeah, exactly. it. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. People don't get it. Yeah, but. You know, but it's different with produce. You pick that right off the vine, man. It is such a fucking different. The flavor is just so much more intense. Yeah, even the green. These one girls took the tops of every vegetable, all the green, carrot tops and everything, and sauteed them with just garlic and a little bit of oil, and it was phenomenal. Yes. It tasted green. Yes. Like, yes. you know, like, yes. wow. And yeah. believe it or not, four minutes in, like I had, the stomach was blown. My, my stomach was yeah. like, what the hell's going on? You're putting something good in you. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. you know, it's Cleaned me out. I was farting the whole night, and then I, you know, I had a, had a good BM, and uh, I'm going to start eating some fresh ass vegetables. I want dirt on it still. A good BM, baby mama. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, awesome, very awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they last longer too. I mean, you can buy, you know, you get them in the market, you know. You put them in a, a storage container in your refrigerator; they're gonna last all week. You know, you can't say that when you get go to buy them from the from the big box chain or something like that. It's just not the same. So well, I've got produce that looks pretty damn good from the supermarket, and three four days later, it's rotten out. So yeah, imagine exactly. how long 
you know, you get yeah. something that's picked right off the vine. It was funny. I forgot what I had. It was either eggplant or zucchini or something that we just picked from the garden. And I looked at my refrigerator like, wow, it's been there for like three weeks already. Yeah. And I'm like, yes. it's still better than anything you buy at the supermarket. Yep. I that's know. true. I know. It's true. Yeah. And, you know, I was talking to the lady that ran this thing because there was a lot of, like, you know, hippie people and stuff. They were awesome. I love them. And I was talking to them about, like, that I learned just from doing this show, we did the news thing on the ugly fruit. Like how farmers have to throw half of that crop out because it isn't up to supermarket, like, the picture That's, perfect. The ugly fruit's getting hot now. Ugly tomatoes, ugly peaches. Yeah. I love the ugly fruit. Yeah. I, I think know. the ugly yeah. fruit tastes better than the regular fruit. Because it's, 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 they feel loved. Instead of yeah. being thrown in the dumpster, yeah. it's like, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> well, think about it. One of the best tomatoes is the ugly tomato. Yeah. One yeah. of the better peaches is either the donut peach or the ugly peach. Uh-huh. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, but I mean, I I just can't believe the poor farmer breaks his back and he throws it out because Maybe it costs him too much to cleanser. donate it. Can't even donate yeah. it because he has to pay for the trucks and this and that and. Oh no! I know. Oh no! That, that's my new thing. I mean, I, I want Farm Aid to come around again so we can uh, we can promote all Farm Aid because the farmers are the shit, man. This guy, the farmer was there helping out. Yeah. Like, I don't envy you, you dude, but you know I'm gonna join so I can help out and I want to get more people to join just to get yeah. some fresh ass produce and so this guy isn't working his ass off for no reason. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah, that's a good thing. Yeah, it feels good to um it, well, anyway, for me anyway, I, I it just feels good to uh give my money to, you know, my my local farmer. I would yeah. rather do that than give, than give my money to, you know, uh Exxon or you know who owns the right, right. Whatever. Well, that's the thing. Well, and then you get bamboozled a lot of these like farmer's market you go to and there's a guy he's just buying them from the wholesale place and, and putting them in a basket and selling them. They're not even... I know. Yeah, that's you know? why you got to go to the certified certified farmer's market. Every every city every city has a certified farmer's market. The certified farmer's markets are the are the four real markets. They the, This is... And the reason is because um, they are uh, they are let's for lack of a better term I guess... Um, controlled by uh their peers so right. if you have like if things are controlled by peer on peer you know uh right when when like when your peers are farmers and you have your local farmer's market is being controlled by you know other farmers then you're gonna then your product is gonna be of quality and have integrity Okay, but there's a lot of places out there that, you know, use the term organic or use the term farmer's market that may not be, you know, a certified farmer's market. So, you know, you just you you got to do a little bit of homework, you know, just make sure that the farmer's market that you're going to is certified. You know, talk to your farmers, you know, talk to the people selling your vegetables or your cheese or or your meats or whatever. And, you know, get the information from them and make sure. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, and maybe you guys know something about this, because I know I don't know a lot about it. But I know there aren't a lot of strict uh, guidelines to call something organic or say it was organically grown. There's, there's, there's actually a loophole in it where they can call it organic even though it's not really organically grown. And you see a lot of this organic produce, most of which is pretty good, but some of it's just like 
they're charging you top dollar for something that's organically grown, and it's really not, but they're legally allowed to slap that label on it. Yeah, right. I don't so know. This is, so, yeah, so then, so then you have different, um, you have different uh, groups that uh, are able to have uh, certify something organic. And okay, let's. So the United States Department of Agriculture, that's one group. That that's like probably the largest group, a government uh, who's affiliated with our government, who can um, certify something organic. Now, since it's such a big operation. Um, you may not their their uh, their certification probably, uh, process may not be as stringent as as a local affiliate who will certify something organic. Like in my area, I would I would turn to a, a an operation a group called Tilt. Okay, Tilt is is a operation that certifies uh, vegetables in in my particular area. Well, mainly north. Northern California and Oregon and Washington, which I'm very familiar with because that's when I was farming a lot. So that's what our certification process went through tilt. And um, these are people just like you and me, you know, or just like me, you know, when I was a farmer and they're farmers, farmers that are, you know, inspecting other farmers and other farmland to make sure that they're growing the food to a certain, um, to a certain level, you know, to a certain pr- to a certain process to that they follow certain protocols, you know? So, yeah. so, so when you get a certification, yeah, you can have like when you go to the grocery store and you go into the freezer aisle and it has a little green stamp that says USDA DA, uh, organic certified. Well, you know, yeah, you're right. You know, the, there's some loopholes involved there. So it's like, whatever, you know, so this, that's why, you know, organic isn't even the big thing. It's just about sustainable. And it's about buying from people that you can trust, your local right. farmers, you know, people right. that you have a conversation with, you know, people that you know, people that you, you know, like you trust and you can yeah, say, but the thing that gets yeah. me about the whole, the thing that gets me about the whole organic thing is, is the price tag that comes along with it sometimes. Because some of the organic produce is worth paying the money for and some of it's really just not. But that's for the supermarket. Yeah. You know, if you go to like a cool farmer's market... You know, you work with the guy. I'll throw you a couple extra things, like, you know, because he grew it. It's not like, absolutely. you know, they. it's a company that hired a farmer to grow it organically. They they have to sell it to this guy. They have to sell it to that guy. And, you know, like BJ yeah. says, everything organic, all organic frozen vegetables. How the hell are they, you know, like, I don't know. Exactly. I don't know. I don't, I don't trust that. But I you know, I want to. Tr- I want the guy to hand me my vegetables, and he has dirt under his fingernails, and you know he exactly. dug it himself. You know. Yeah, and there's and there's dirt on the vegetables. You know, it's not. You know, it's like it's got. You got to take it home and wash it. You know? Exactly. That's, yeah, exactly. You That's know, the woman said. A lot of people get turned off because their potatoes have dirt on it. She goes, "It was pickled <laughs> you go. It's great. Like that's awesome that it has dirt on it. Yeah. You know, I like know. whatever." You're not paying by the pound. I can see if you're paying right. by the pound, if you had a brick of dirt inside with one potato in it, and it was thirty-seven dollars. Yeah. But you know, fuck that. You're right. Yeah. Nice. All right. So, uh, do we do we got any other any top we five things on there? We're gonna continue our top five from Facebook. We we had a lot of interesting stuff on Facebook. A couple things we didn't say. Can peas? 
Black uh, beans. Canned peas? I don't like the canned I peas. I love canned peas. No. I like frozen peas, not canned peas. I love the canned peas that were store brand in a silver can. Oh, all right. They are fantastic. The peas or whatever? Yeah. It's less sore, L-A-S-A-U-R. Yeah. Great fucking canned peas. How about beans? At least in white beans, black beans, butter I was going to, but then I, in my head that was a whole other thing. Hey. You know, it's a whole other hey. thing of their own. Hey. Talking about peas, I got one for you. Peas out. I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Steve Marino, thanks for calling in, my man. Don't be a stranger. I'll be in touch too. Yep. All right, take care, you guys. Thanks, man. All right, man. Later, later. guys. Chell, good guy, man. Peace out. Yeah, he's great. He's so passionate. Yes. You know, that's the good thing. So well, that's uh, what I was yeah. saying to you earlier. You know, a lot of these people on these shows don't have the years' experience, but they got the talent and the knowledge. The missing part of those two elements is you got to have the passion to make that complete. Because if you yeah. do, like these guys do, well, look that's at what makes He didn't work. even tell people he was on the show. He just yeah. went around for a job and got a, got a, a head chef job. Yeah. They trusted him, and then all of a sudden he comes out with a town. great is it for that? The guy that owns the werewolf hires this guy, makes him the head, sees he's doing a great job, and then he's like, oh, by the way, I filmed Master Chef. I'm going to be on about 10... Ten weeks, and you're going to have extra business because of it. Yeah. That's fucking awesome. And Steve, you know, went from farming, now he's uh, doing bachelorette parties. <laughs> yeah, nothing wrong with that. I've done a couple. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, what else do we got up there? Canned peaches. All right. I like canned peaches. I like all the canned fruits. I like canned pears. Yes. But when they're like the half of the pear yes. in there, it's like two or three halves. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yes, Philomena? Mandarin, mandarin, canned mandarin oranges. Ooh, yes, segment. that's another good one. Yeah. Mandarin orange segments are fantastic. The only thing is they that syrup in it. It's delicious, but it's that kills the whole fact that it's fruit. No, but the syrup is delicious. <laughs> I drink it. It's like, like, like the peach yeah. juice out of the can. I'm like, oh, I drink good, that. Good. Even the pineapple juice. I drink that yeah. first when I eat the chunks. And pork and beans. Yeah. Pork and beans. I love pork and beans. Yes. Yep. Yeah, that's a good filler for anything, pork and beans. You My favorite, I, I always have cans of that. I cut you up hot that in a fucking pot of chili wouldn't be bad. Yeah. I, I usually dump them in a pot and cut up hot dogs and do pennies and beans, I call it. It's great. Or if you do that, then you put corn. We corn, just uh, fucking two slices of pizza, now I'm getting hungry. <laughs> but you take the pennies and beans, and uh, then you make a corn muffin batter or a cornbread batter and pour it over the top and bake it, and it sucks the moisture of the beans and stuff up into it, and it makes like a crust. So when are you making this from? <laughs> yeah, when are you cook it for us, Ron? All right, I'll make it. I'll make it. That Come sounds on. fantastic. Yeah. Now he's making me hungry. Good, good, good stuff. Nice. But, uh, yeah, like all the Asian, I love the corn, the, uh... See, I want, I got, I got... The corn, baby corn on the cob. Oh, yeah, 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 the baby corn. Yep. Now, I got something I want everybody to do out there, and I really want you to do this. Get a can of canned spinach. Put it in your strainer, dump out all the juice. After it sits for a while, press down on it and get all the water out of that spinach. You have about a tablespoon. And then put <laughs> it back in the can and see how robbed you're getting. Yeah. Because it's all water weight. Mm-hmm. There's probably about 0.3 cents of spinach in each can. Yep. The can and the label probably cost more than the actual spinach that's going in the can. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hands down. You know who does a good frozen spinach? And I get it at BJ's. 
They're ice cubes. Of you were getting BJ's while you were eating frozen seeds? Yes. <laughs> it's all about sex. Vegetables Woo. and things. But it's a giant bag of spinach ice cubes. So they like, they squeeze it, put it in a form, and then throw them in there. So you can, you don't have to take the whole clump and defrost it. You take. That's almost piece. as good as your coffee. Yeah. Fucking coffee ice cube. Yeah, fucking spinach ice cube. Maybe cubes, you should bro. put a spinach ice cube in your ice coffee. <laughs> <laughs> and a coffee ice cube in your spinach. <laughs> See what the fuck happened. So, uh, no, I, I like that. I look, I, I like the idea of the spinach ice cube, but a lot of these canned things, even shrimp, when you go to buy shrimp, Defrost the shrimp, and then weigh it after you defrost it. I guarantee you, there's anywhere between a quarter of a pound to a pound difference. Uh, well, the all the pre-cooked ones are horrible. Do you ever like have leftover fake shrimp cocktail and throw yeah. it in like a pasta? Yeah. And it looks like a titty shrimp at the yeah. end of it. Yeah. It's horrible. Yeah. I but yeah, you know. I still pick them up for a party, though. Everybody knows. There are one or two good brands. Restaurant Depot actually carries some good frozen pre-cooked shrimp that, that in a pinch, are okay for cocktail or something else. Right. And I'm talking about, like, your last resort. Or a salad. You can when pull you're done, it. you chop it up, you make the but salad. But that's, like, the end-of-the-line last resort, yeah. hey, it still worked type of thing. But, right. you know, dude, I had maybe a couple weeks ago. Um, a couple weeks ago. Holy shit, it's like three years ago. <laughs> the other day. It just seemed in my head like it was that long that little while ago, but we had a buddy of mine came in from Florida and his buddy or something flew him in some cra- uh, crab and lobster. It's crab and shrimp rather, with the head still on still alive. Now, let me tell you something. <laughs> The most unbelievable thing you can do is eat a crab or a shrimp or a lobster right out of the water. It was just, bro, totally fucking amazing. There was a point to my whole story. I don't know what it was. <laughs> well, it was the other day, so it's hard to remember. I know. <laughs> there was a point to that. I will tell you, there really was a point to that. Nice. But now, what would you rather? Like, if you had, if you couldn't get fresh, would you go frozen veggies or canned veggies? Ooh. That's it right there. I'm going to have to go... I don't know. What, what, I'll let you pick first. Where'd you go? All right, so let's make this a food fight. I think you're going to go frozen. All right, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> it's time for Big and Beefy's Food Fight. Within the next couple of weeks, I'm going to get something over here that's equally as annoying as a drum. It's going to be a march and no one's going to hear us talk. I don't know what I'm going to get yet. Maybe I'm going to come in next week with a synthesizer and have my own little keyboard set up with fart sounds and all kinds of fucking noise making on it. I feel, I feel totally left out. You got the whistle, you got the drums. Where's the megaphone? Where's the megaphone? I'm like, Rob knows. Rob knows. Well, you went to dusk. Rob's yeah. taking 
pulled the toys away from me, and he has all the toys on his side of the room, and he won't let me play. He's going to put the glass wall between us pretty soon. My bat and my ball, and if you can't have it, I'm going home. Nobody can play. Well, we can't put a drum over here anywhere. I was like, ah, all right. Wow. I was like, uh, I mean, how many times have I had to use the drum? I use it twice today because it's here, but I'll never use it again. You'll be beating on that thing like it was your fucking cock on a hot summer <laughs> night. <laughs> I don't know why I just said that. <laughs> Uh-oh. All right, so I'm going to go frozen. I do love for I, I like canned vegetables, but I'd rather do my... I'm shocked you said frozen, because normally you love it in a can. Yeah. <laughs> I like meat in the can. Okay. I'm a big... Sp- <laughs> I like spam slash meat, like a hash. I love the little Vienna hot dogs. Sausages, yeah. The Vienna sausages, whatever you want to yeah. call them. They're great. Fantastic. And they're always on sale in Western Beef. Yeah. So, I can live off of that alone. Yeah. But I'm going frozen because I like cracking the bag open, dumping some in like my ramen noodles, uh, this and that. You know and, why you got to go canned? Because you can just open up the can and eat it right out of the can. Yeah. I do have some canned green beans that are pretty good. Del Monte's. Yeah, they are pretty good, that, actually. That's because I don't have any food in my house ever. So I boil pasta. I, I open a can of beans. Rinse them off, throw them in with it, and throw some green beans, some hot pepper, and some oil, olive oil. Try it. doing, did you ever do string beans and potato? Try boiling some potato, right? You make your, like your marinade sauce. Right. Throw in your cooked potatoes and a can of green beans, string beans and Ooh. potatoes. It's fucking fantastic. Yeah. They do it red or white. I personally like it red. But fresh string beans would be the way to go. But the Delmont beans... But you know what? I'd rather... Like, if you gave me a choice of string beans anyway, fresh, canned, whatever, I like the French-cut, stringy string beans. Yes, they are fantastic. They're awesome. They're good for a cold salad, too. A little olive oil, garlic, vinegar, fresh parsley, crushed red pepper, a nice cold bean salad. Yeah, well, uh, and I do like the ones from the can to put in salads because you can go right in a salad. Frozen sometimes Absolutely. they're like you got to cook them a little bit. Absolutely. But yeah, I'm going. I'm going off frozen. So, you like the can? Or? I think I'm. I think I like it in the can this week. <laughs> but at least that veggies in the can. Yeah. <laughs> so in other words, what we're really saying here is, and I'm going to get to it in a second. Is <laughs> frozen that? vegetables or canned vegetables? All right, we just posted that on Facebook, and we'll see what right. a little bit. But yeah, they, I, I think you know what it is. I think each one has its place. Let's ask Philomena. Philomena, what do what do you think? Well, I think both. It's got his, like you were saying, like you were saying, it's got its ups and downs. The cans are quick and easy. You open it, you put it in a in the frying pan or in the sauce or whatever. And the frozen, you have to defrost and really stir fry and do whatever you got to do with it. So I think it's both. Just a. But if you had to pick one, you got to go one way here, canned or frozen. Which one is it? I'm just gonna say fresh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, fresh. <laughs> just because you said that. No, I would pick canned. Canned, okay. All right, so uh, two to talk. Facebook. Uh, I think you can both say though the frozen, frozen takes. Yeah, the frozen takes a little more finesse. Yeah. You gotta defrost them a little bit. I even like the steamer ones that come in that steamer pouch. Yeah. And you, there's a few good ones out that are actually pretty good. 
And there's some nasty. Uh, I thought it was going to be good. It was buffalo cauliflower in the bird's eye steam thing. Oh, some of them are fucking disgusting. Uh, I don't know how to get away with it. I really some don't. Are, uh, we got a couple of comments coming in already on the frozen See, can. If, if we're making a, a macaroni and peas, I would use the, the cans. But if I was, uh, and if, if if I didn't have it, if I didn't have the the ones in the bag, frozen in the bag. But if I have the fresh ones or the ones in the bag in the freezer, then fine, I'll use whatever. It's just a choice of whatever right. we have we in the house. We got some comments right, coming right. in. We got both coming in, three coming in that are frozen. The can has too much sodium, frozen and a frozen. Yeah. Actually, they say that peas are the best way to eat a peas, eat peas, are frozen because when they pick the pods off, if you buy them fresh or whatever, they start like hardening. So fresh is like you have to pick them right there. And then canned, they use the sodium and stuff. And with the frozen, they're right off the farm. They pick them and then flash freeze them. So the freshest wow. pea you're going to get, they say, besides picking it right out of the ground, is frozen. I just took a pea. <laughs> Matter of fact, I think I may even have to pee again. And it was so fresh, it came out fucking green. <laughs> And oddly enough, my peas smell like asparagus. <laughs> See, my mom has a green thumb, so she's got a backyard. Not that it's that big or anything, but she does a lot of planting. Tomatoes, corn, uh, string beans, zucchini, squash. Okay. Squash dollars. So she's got her little green thumb, and she gets the, the very thin... Yeah, I've seen it. The mother's got everything growing in the backyard, even corn, fruit trees, eggs, every fucking yeah. thing. Right, well, yeah. let's talk more about this green thumb. Did she get that checked out? <laughs> <laughs> but she's been that way since she was a kid, and that's, you know, coming from Italy, coming from Sicily, this is what she she loves. Now, yeah. If they only knew how to make homemade wine, I'd be in set for life right now. Uh, oh. Nice, nice. Mm. Here's our little picture of me. And Eddie, I walked in. Eddie has this awesome chef coat that's an American flag. Yeah. Where is this now? This was uh, out in Oakwood on uh, Guyon Avenue. Okay. Like the Oakwood Community Church or something like that. That's where they drop the CSA food. So this is all fresh on the farm stuff, and we just tasted it. And He was doing a catering for it, and they asked him if uh, – if they had another judge. And he's like, yeah, Burmeister will do it. <laughs> nice. But it was pretty good, man. I learned something new and made a couple of friends. And now uh, they're actually going to be on the show, the woman that runs the CSA, in a couple of weeks. Okay. And, uh, you know. Yeah, so far, these comments are coming in. They're all frozen, 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 frozen. So no one out there likes it in the can. <laughs> I thought there would be a lot more people that would love them in the can. Right only so many times I keep saying that before it doesn't get funny anymore. <laughs> it's like that sex move, the dolphin, when you're behind the girl. Okay. And you try to sneak it in her can, and she's like, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> <laughs> I, ain't no, I, ain't, I ain't got no toys to play with, so I just gotta, I gotta, I'm over here using my lighter on the desk. Bob's got a drum, a snare horn, a flute, a fucking, a megaphone, a flugin, a flugin, a 
That's it. Tell me to get on Amazon, find some good. Where do you see next week? And I'm not talking about vibrators. I have some defense. Where do you see next week? It would be like Tito Puente. I got all sorts of little jigs coming. Watch, watch, watch when I get some cash. I'm getting a synthesizer. I'm getting, I'm getting four Mexicans. I'm having Herbie Hancock. I'm gonna get Herbie Hancock himself up here. I'm gonna have a mariachi band on standby every fucking show. Listen, I'm on Amazon right now. I'm gonna get. See how much you use the corny in it. Lady in Spain, I know you. All right. Oh, man. My Lord, my Lord. So I think we're going to, uh, I think we're going to call it. All it right. might be frozen on that food fight. It was, it was an impromptu food fight, though. Yeah. You know, it was a good one. I'm surprised we didn't think of that earlier. Yeah. You know, but sometimes, hey, these things just come to us, man. Right, uh, right, uh. I'm just looking for a little radio traps, perhaps. Yeah. So we got anybody coming on next week? Yes, next week we have Chef Christine that used to work for me at Chow. Chef Christine. She was a former. She used to be a, a Weight Watchers coach that she would have cook meals for people with the appropriate points. Great. So we got a Weight Watchers coach coming in with us through Fat Bastards. Yeah, but she's also bringing us cheesecakes because she has a website, flowerandice.com, okay. and they're all like personal size cheesecakes. She's savory and sweet. Ooh. Yeah, so she's going to bring us a few of those. Up. She always, she used to cook me crazy-ass cupcakes for Chow, like uh, chocolate-covered pretzel, peanut butter cupcakes, peanut butter and jelly cupcakes, and you know, all that stuff. So, uh, I got that one coming too, that noise, that 15 sounds thing. That's oh, you cupcake? <laughs> you peeped it. Do you really? <laughs> what is the sounds on it? It's, uh... Was it the same one? Yeah. Yeah. You got that one. Forget that. Then I ain't getting it. <laughs> I don't know if he's just saying that because he doesn't want us to buy it, or he's actually. Well, you know, I saw I was cleaning and I found the fuck you thing that. Where's the fuck you thing? That's, it's in my room. I got to bring that back in action. At least let me play with something. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I don't know what it is. The clappers. <laughs> Filming is trying to show me stuff on the down low. Meanwhile, Rob can see everything perfect, and I can't see it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking over the microphone, the keyboard, trying to squint. What the hell is that? What is I do. I have cops in the backyard, and I just click, and they put the sound on. I, I yeah. found something that Rob's not going to know about. It's a 12-inch dildo. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Listen, what else did you get? Not we got Owen. It's gonna be a surprise. We gotta hack into his Amazon account. Then again, I don't think I want to look at your order history. Now. Yeah, I know. Shit. I don't want to get the. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Right the drop. Oh, oh, that thing. Oh, that's all right. All right, we're gonna be right back. We're gonna uh, do some radio drops from all our celebrity chef friends. We'll be right we'll back. We'll be right back. Hey, I'm Ralph Fagano. Well, you know, number one, you know, of all the media that I've ever done, whether it be uh, Regis and Kelly, Good Morning America, uh, radio, TV, I have never been as privileged as to be on the Big and Beefy Show. 
This is Tommy Cash from the Kettle Black and Bay Ridge, Cobra Tacos, and the Lockyard Beer Garden. You're listening to my boys, Big and Beefy. What's up, everybody? This is John Sir from White Cloud Catering and soon-to-be Fired Up Chefs. You're here with Big and Beefy. Hey, this is family chef Vince Leone, and you're listening to Chewing the Fat with Big and Beefy. This is uh, Chef Noel, Corner Ninja. You're listening to Chewing the Fat with Big and Beefy. Here is Klaus Konstner, Chef at Grillstone Scotch Plain. You're listening to Chewing the Fat with Big and Beefy. You will be back. Hello everybody, this is Vinny Acardi from Hell's Kitchen in Room 55, Chewing the Fat with Big and Beefy. Hey, this is Jeff Jessica Vogel and I just got sandwiched by Big and Beefy. You're listening to Chewing the Fat. This is Chef Barrett, Season 11, Hell's Kitchen. I'm Chewing the Fat, you're Chewing the Fat. We're all Chewing the Fat with Big and Beefy, right here. Chef Eddie Canlon loves... Chewing the fat with big and beefy. Hey guys, this is Chrissy Melissi from Chrissy's Teeth. You guys are listening to Chewing the Fat with Big and Beefy. This is the Pope of the Rifles, y'all Pope Listen to Chewing the Fat with Big and Beefy. This is Chef Lou from the Chef's Table, and if you know where it's at, you're chewing the fat with Big and Beefy. This is Chef Sean Quinn, Shop Champion. And you're listening to Chewing the Fat with Big and Beefy. Now go to ChefSeanQuinn.com and buy some bacon jam, would you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? Listening to all those, we've been doing this for a friggin' long time, dude. Doing what? The show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's going to be, We did we pass three years already? No. No, we're two years. Three years. When was it? September 1st of 2014? No, 13. 13. Yeah. Nice. You know, hearing a little ChefSeanQuinn.com and, you know, Johnny Serp, he just called back up. It's pretty wild, man. We had a lot of people on this show. Yes, we have. Johnny Serp is a blast from the past. Yeah. Because in a while, they were all kind of hanging together in the beginning of the show and Judging, he was always on the show, and uh-huh. he had his kid, and uh, that, that was a good though. He's got a nice family life. Yeah. I'm happy for Johnny. John's a good guy, man. He deserves it. Yeah, and the funny thing is, we saw him more when he lived in Brooklyn. He was right up the street now. Yeah, <laughs> Let me get him. But, uh, yeah, we had Chef Lou. I saw he put up a new flyer for his, I think he's having that food fest. He's been trying to call me. I call him back Fourteen times. Every time he calls me, he's like taking a shit. I'm in the middle of World War Two. Something's going on, and then I call him back ten minutes later. He never answers. Yeah. Yeah, he's got got a couple of bands, some comedians, some rock climbing, inflatable rides. Nice. I don't know. Yeah, you gotta stop out there, see what's going on. When is this? Saturday, I think. Maybe Saturday and Sunday. I'm not sure. Of this week. Yeah, this weekend. Well. But yeah, so the flyer go up today, and uh, I don't know. 
Good. Go home and wish them some luck. I think it's four dollars if you buy the tickets on Eventbrite, and five dollars the day of. Okay. I don't know what that gets you, but you know, a couple of food trucks or whatever. There you go. Check it out. I hope the weather's good for them. Yes. But yeah, it's funny, man. Just listening to the radio drops and all the chefs that we had in this fucking studio, this little Staten oh, Island boring cocksucker. The homeless <laughs> witnesses are more interesting. I can't help it. I'm trying to do. I'm trying to talk on a radio show. Okay, and I'm just going. Look what I'm doing. I'm lighting my vape with the lighter. I just took the vape, pressed the button, and tried to suck it in with the lighter. Ah, Tina lost the show. She just uh, Facebook messaged me. She was there, but she lost the show. She she got a shitty connection. Who's calling it now? No, that's still, uh, what's his name? Never hung up. Steve. Nick. Nick. Nick Nappy. I think he hung up. I don't know. There was nothing there. I tried listening before. But, uh... I don't know, maybe he was, had his phone, maybe he was listening well, he to the show. It's because you hit the eggs. That was like you. Fucking you guys are clocking every fucking day. <laughs> Wait, you guys are I got eyes on, I got eyes everywhere. Wow. All right, well, let's, let's, uh. CTF News with Big and Beefy. Well, this is pretty funny. Eater.com did a story. Looking at food porn makes you hungry. Eat it. I'll smack her all over the fucking house. (laughs) (laughs) Says obvious study. Scroll through an Instagram feed populated with aioli, slathered burgers, glistening bowls, a pork belly filled ramen, blah, 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 suggesting food porn. It might contribute to people eating more than they should. Of course. What the fuck did you just say? Contribute to obesity. Absolutely. Yeah. Some of the fourteen hundred cooking shows on TV because if they weren't on TV, I wouldn't get hungry at three o'clock. Right. Yes. Well, I'm yep. sitting there and I'm watching a guy frying an eggplant, and then Jordan Guinea comes out and starts stretching fresh mozzarella, and then it's cherry peppers and slicing prosciutto and Italian bread and fucking Marty Gorth on television. Yeah. <laughs> it's like. You know, sometimes I wouldn't jerk off if I... I can't watch a porn and not jerk off. You know what I'm saying? Like, if it's porn. Sometimes I'm actually beat to meat to a guy making a money go <laughs> I'll confess, I got no shame. Oh, my God. And it wasn't Oh, tripping off his elbows. <laughs> I think, oh, yeah, baby, look at that record. Yeah, that mozzarella is stretching just right. Yeah. But even Dr. Oz said that food porn can be dangerous and possibly even addictive, which is true. 
And then I, I saw you look. I'm addicted to looking at food porn. It's not like... It's like I go home and I look at free porn on my computer. Oh, no, it's addictive, meaning you're looking at that, and then you're going to go out and eat crazy shit. Like, yes. well, instead of eating a salad, you, like, like I look at the vulgar chefs on Instagram, the guy that was on the show. Well, if you, He has, like, hot Cheeto crusted, and I'm like, I want that, and I'll try to make something like that. Well, it's like Facebook is constantly sending us subliminal, subliminal messages all day long, and it's usually because every time you go on Facebook, there's pictures of food. And you don't realize that during the course of the day, how many times do you look through your Facebook page? <laughs> so wow. let's just say I look on it maybe course of two hours out of a day. I'll see a pizza posted five times from six different people. Before you know it, come five o'clock in the afternoon, all of a sudden I want pizza. I don't even realize why, but it's from the 1,400 pictures that I just looked at. Right. But, I mean, Instagram's worse. Instagram is all food. Absolutely. And, you know, and then you go, I I can't look at Instagram anymore. You go on Facebook, and it's the same posts on Facebook. Crazy. Yes. But, all right, here we got a Wendy's employees fired for leaving racist note in seven-year-old's meal. So let's see what this said. Wow, that's kind of messed up. Yeah. According to ABC, two Wendy's employees have been fired after writing a derogatory note on a child's kids' meal toy. Uh, come on. Instead of receiving a toy, her daughter received a deck of cards. Written in black ink on the Ace of Hearts card was a number of racial slurs, including the N-word. Whoa. That's crazy. Yeah, that's a little bizarre. Yeah. I had to explain to my child what the N-word means, and she never heard that term before. That's crazy. Well, at least they were fired, but, you know. You know what these kids deserve? You know those guys that can throw the cards really fast? Like oh, and cut kids? you? They should get these two kids, tie them to a fucking tree naked, and get all these guys to throw the fucking cards at them and cut them. And just leave them there for a fucking day yeah. overnight. Yep. Because you got to be a real scumbag to do that to a little fucking kid. Well, do that to anybody, period. Yep. Okay, how do you do that to a little kid? Like, you piece of shit. Yeah. Well, I was driving through Elizabeth coming home today, and... There was a car in front of me, and it was Latin Americans, uh-huh. a woman, and a, a guy had to be drunk in the passenger seat, because we were passing the Jewish school, and he kept doing the Heil Hitler sign, like, and yelling out, Heil, Heil, yelling at these kids, and I was like, oh my God. Yeah. I was like, now, you know, the old me, or maybe even the me me, you know, in my head, I'm like, funny, but then I'm, the kids. Yeah. Like a little kid, they're like looking at him. Some people are waving back at him. And meanwhile, this poor guy probably doesn't even have a green card. Yeah. You know, like. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Well, we got a call calling in. Let's pick up and see who this is. Yellow, you're chewing the fat with Big and Beefy. Big and Beefy. Lou and Beefy. Oh, Chef Lou. <laughs> What's up there, Chef Rob and Chef Clement? What's going on? I was just talking How about you. you I, I, we were just talking about you and mentioned the whole thing that you're doing. And I said, you know, Lou's called me 12 times this week, and I've called him back 11 out of the 12 times. And you just yeah, I must say, you did. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like Vermeister who makes like you're dead. I have not missed a call. The Lou, last we talked, you said you were going to send me. They're going to text me pictures of something. Lou has an uncanny way of calling me like in mid-jerk-off, or I'm just like taking a crap and the phone, like I'm in the, right in the middle of doing something that's going haywire, and Lou calls, and I'll call back within five or ten minutes, and the guy just don't pick back up. 
Well, you know, sometimes it's it's when you're thinking about me, and then I, I'm like, oh wow, Clemenza. Well, I think the <laughs> well, he is a burning. Clem must be jerking off to me again. <laughs> by the way, I got a I got a phone call the other day by a rabbi, whatever his name was, Schnitzer, and he's like, there's a big metal thing on top of the refrigerator with an isosceling blade on it, and I'm like, excuse me. It's like I'm in the back of the building here, and there's a big white freezer with a big metal thing on it with this oscillating oh, yeah. blade. I, didn't I text you and I dropped that off and a bag of turnips? I got the turnips. Yeah, I sent you a text. I was like, I don't know if you got it, but I sent it and I said, Lou, slice the machines on the freezer and turnips are in the fridge. Yeah, I, never, I, I, I didn't look at the text. I didn't even, you know, but I was like, what is he talking about? So I go up there, and I'm like, oh, the slicer. And a bag of turnips. <laughs> There's a big metal thing. The Easter Bunny came by. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was like the Easter Bunny Popeye. Yeah, I was um, one of my sisters for uh, her birthday. So I was in the neighborhood. I dropped it off. What'd you make, rhubarb pie? <laughs> no, I didn't, I didn't make turnip anything. Stew? I didn't cook a, a, anything yet. I made a couple of soups, but the turnips are uh, they're all pickled and sauerkraut and kimchi out. Oh, you oh nice. I can't wait to have some kimchi. You got, you yeah. got extra. Let's taste it next week. Yeah, it should be ready. I mean, I made a shredded kimchi, but it came out sweet, and the one I got going now is I, I sliced it really thin, and it came out pretty good. So I'm psyched. Nice. And then I had to Google what you do with kimchi. <laughs> Let me make 400 pounds of kimchi. Then I'll figure out what to do with it. <laughs> yeah, they said put in some meatballs and make like a peanut sauce. Make it easy now. Slow down. No, like, you know, like, uh, like pork meatballs. Pork dim sum. We'll call it dim sum. Okay, oh, wait. All right, so look, while we got you on the phone, we only got like 10 minutes left. How's things looking for the uh, the, the food festival? I saw you got yeah, the they're looking great. Man. Yeah, yeah, it's going to really be a good show. We got... um. We just uh, recently now the uh, the original soup man is going to be on board. He'll be down there with nice. his soup Nazi truck. Nice. And then uh, yeah, we got a Mexican cuisine, Camion Mexican cuisine. They're another. They do all um, like a modern take on Mexican food. That's what we need. Right. And then Valducci's Pizza, La Bella. It's going to be a nice show. The bands are going to be cool. Like they're really um, uh, donating a lot of their time and effort and. Yeah, so Grounded for Life is playing. And then the comedian yeah. girl, I know she does a lot down the hashtag bar. What's her name? You know, I forgot her name. I didn't get a chance to speak to her myself. April and Jamie were dealing with her. But she just kind of stepped up, saw the thing on Eventbrite, and said, hey, if you want, I'll come do some stand-up. We yeah, she was like, all right. Holy peppers. But uh, yeah, she's really good. Really yeah, she's. I follow her on Instagram. It's like Whiskey Burrito or something. It's her name on Instagram, and she's pretty funny. Yeah, she does. She does a lot of shit there at the hashtag bar and a couple of other bars. Oh, she does. Yeah. Well, it's, it's uh, Friday and Saturday. Starts at noon to six p.m. Friday and Saturday. Or Saturday and... I'm sorry. Saturday and Sunday. Oh, all right. Look, I can't even. I can't even plug my own event right on radio. <laughs> <laughs> I'll walk you through it. All right. <laughs> oh, this boring cocksucker. 
Jehovah's Witnesses oh. are more interesting. Hey! Stop. You probably, you probably had your chance to ramble for a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's Saturday and Sunday from 12 to... 6 p.m. Nice. And um, it's going to be really cool. We got some local... Um, you know, non-food vendors. The uh, bee guy is going to be there. Was the nature bees? Um, oh, nice. Yeah, it's just uh, a, a lot of uh, a lot of things going to be going on that day. So it'll, it'll be pretty cool. I hope you guys are going to come down. Maybe you want to do a little, you know. Yeah, I'm going to try to whatever. stop down on Saturday and check it out. And let me know. Maybe we'll uh, yeah. we'll come with you. We had oh, you down as the hot dog guy, Burmeister. Ah, I didn't hear anything. I was waiting for pictures of the kitchen. <laughs> yeah, me and Club are going to get a little big and beefy something, like maybe a couple of sausages or something, and then I didn't hear, and I didn't oh. want to, like, bother you and be like, come on, come on, come on, and then... Don't know. bother me. That's what gets me going. I uh-huh. have, I'm going to send him over to you tomorrow. I was at the kitchen. If that thing does work, I'd love you guys to come on to, and, um, you know, kind of rock the... Uh, 40-foot mobile kitchen. Nice, nice. Yeah. Now, what's the... Uh, it's Eventbrite you can get the tickets on? Yes, you go on eventbrite.com. Or you can buy it at the door. They're $5 at the door, $4 on Eventbrite. Nice. And where and where is it being located? This is at 278-328 Bay Street. That's... Right in between um, where Crunch Gym is and AutoZone, close to the ferry. Awesome. About, yeah, uh, Weston Beef is right there. It's a, it's a very noticeable right, right. triangle. Yeah, it's around the corner from, um, you got the craft, craft beer, craft brew house or whatever around the corner. You got right, Shag Ship. Yeah. Yep. Oh, awesome. Yeah, we'll do some beers. We're going to have some flagship beers there and. Um, you know, just some full different types of pumpkin ales and a couple of select wines. And it'll nice. be a good time. Oh, Mary comes too. And the kids. <laughs> she can bring the kids to this one. <laughs> yeah. I'll let yeah, I'll tell you what. Mary and the kids Mary and the kids show up, they don't pay admission. <laughs> <laughs> just for dealing with me. They get they get in for free. <laughs> Exactly. That's worth twenty bucks to any family. <laughs> yeah, we're drag him around the food festival. Yeah, we got a, we got a friend's birthday that night, so I want to come out during the day, hang out, pre pre load up on some uh, some funky foods. Did the, oh, the mac yeah, and cheese yeah. food? Is the mac and cheese truck going to be there? Did you ever land him? Yeah, or? The mac, unfortunately, the mac and cheese guy backed out. All right, all right. I was really looking forward to him. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. You're listening, mac and cheese guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, he awesome. was one of the ones that uh, had a, a cross gate or... I mean, most of the vendors were really accommodating, I have to say. They really were. And, um, you know, they... Uh, well, one of them had an engine problem. Yeah. I didn't realize there were so many food truck vendors throughout New York. Oh, shit, yeah. I mean, it's almost like on a daily. Dead. Yeah. 
Yeah, because they can't they can't sit on the streets anymore, so they just go uh, nuts and do every event they can possibly do. Yeah, it has to be challenging. Like I, I, that's what I realized. Like that's right; these guys can't do streets really much anymore. So, I mean, how many people a couple of years ago were buying up these food trucks? Yeah, and uh, well, I don't know. But it's good. It's really going to be good, and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing you guys there. Awesome! Awesome! All right, well we we gotta we gotta sign off now. But Chef Lou, we've got the uh, food truck and food festival down on Bay Street in Staten Island this Saturday and Sunday. Come out, good time for the family. There's music, there's beer, there's food, and there's some comedy. So definitely come out. I'll be there. Hopefully Clem will be there too, and uh, we'll just uh, hang out and eat. And we want to Martini are coming. Yeah, well, well, if, if Clam comes, then I'll come definitely. Am I invited? Yeah. Why that sounds so, like the start uh, of a movie? <laughs> <laughs> if Clam comes, I come, and then he comes in with that. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Here it is. I look forward to it, Lou. Thank you very much. All right, Lou. So I'll see you this weekend. We want to thank uh, Chef Nick Nappy. Go visit him on chefnicknappy.com. That's the Chef Six and also StephenLeeCooks.com for Stephen Lee. I want to thank Chef Lou, Chef Lou's Catering, calling in, hanging out. And uh, Tina, thanks always. Thanks for hooking us up with Chef Six. Philomena, Clemmy Baby, we're out. Remember, keep chewing with that, everybody. Peace, love. Peace, love. And, oh no, it's the other way. Love, peace, love. Thank
special news. Bulletin. Stand by. Here's a special news bulletin.